0: listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Yo, L. Yeah, well, rough riders, what, what, straight like that. You a killer, a hustler, dealer, a customer, gangster, a bustler, youngster, or old nigga, a weedhead, a coke sniffer, you rich or a broke nigga, Know you all relate to this shit that I wrote, niggas, lots of my mans trapped up in a max penitentiary, sending me letters, I answer back, that eventually we be all bent, lead out. Throwing campaigns Fuck it, I'm running for White House My niggas control Senate pipe seats, jeeps, tenant Mad Lewinsky chick Some kinky shit Did dirt Now I knew it would come back one day So I'm on point strapped, prepared for gunplay Stared at one face Thought it was beef. He looked familiar Ready to blast uh. Nigga gave me dap Said I feel you. Can't believe how my life changed uh. From the hood The first time in my life I can say I did the right thing Life is what you make it, nigga I'ma make it No matter what it takes, my nigga We gon' take it Life is what you make it. It, nigga. I'ma make it no matter what it takes, my nigga. We gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it no matter what it takes, my nigga. We gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it no matter what it takes, my nigga. We gon' take it. Everyday shit around the way shit got me stressed. So I keep on the best in case a nigga wanna test. I got no time for games, cause I'm all grown up. You want a joke, nigga? Laugh when you get blown up. You see how funny it is when your kids ain't got no father. Cause you played it sweet. Now you floating in the harbor. Shit is hectic. So respected for your health. Didn't think it was right. You should have checked it yourself. Life is too short to get caught up in some dumb shit. Wake up one day, 40 years old. On some bum shit. Time flew by. You was too fly to see the light. Every day it's getting darker. Then comes the night. Now what? You realize that you ain't got shit. Not long ago, you was the man on some hot shit. So just keep the flow, yo. Cause you already in this. Make sure your shit is right, kid. And handle your business. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Make history before you go.
2: Damn, was it my fault Something I did to make a father leave his first kid at seven Doing my first bid Back on the scene at 14 with a scheme To get more cream than I'd ever dream And by all
0: means, I'll be living high off the hog And I never gave a what Felt much about my dog That's my only howl I had off offered my last Just another little, come on, headed nowhere
1: fast
3: Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tiz Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for, um, and I say this every show, but uh, this is actually a very special show. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, For us. Um, I guess you guys should recognize the first two voices that you heard. Yes. um, Because we're... all my shows, so you should. Yes. You guys should have heard all of their music, all of their shows, and seen the movie they were in. Um, Yep. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's Keith and and I'm going to try not to fuck this up too bad, but Keith and Hemda from uh, Keith and the Girl, uh, say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? What's up? You <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely
0: recognize my voice from the rap. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I picked, uh, uh, a lot of our fans on Twitter were like, oh, you guys should pick good lyrics for them. Uh, you should pick DMX because um, they have killer DMX impressions um and i thought that was cool but then i i realized i had to find four lines of dmx with no n words in it so i was like ah, shit. oh them growling and barking there's <laughs> a lot of work a lot more work than you would think um but uh yeah basically man uh keith and, and him i've been listening to you guys show karen's been listening to you guys show for, for years. years um it's one of the most like inspirational podcasts. does yes um what's your life like yeah, uh, it's, it's alright. It's alright. Um, but, uh, you, appreciate it is what I meant to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you guys, you know, um, are clearly, uh, like the, the, to me, you guys are the best and yes. one of the first. And, uh, the, the reason for a lot of people's podcasting just in general, even, uh, you know, the podcast that, you know, are, that everyone knows like just off first name basis those shows still came after you guys you Mm -hmm. guys are pioneers in uh, the industry of podcasting yes you are um, and uh, also responsible for a lot of shitty podcasts that people were like (laughs) oh we can do that too
4: Um, (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't last because they didn't know
2: I was just going to say I was going to call into your show just so I could hear nice things about myself but then I took a turn
3: (laughs) (laughs) well there's a lot of people that I think um, actually got the impetus to even try Try it. And, um, you know, I think that that is really cool that you guys did the show and whatnot uh, for us. Um, So, yeah, we appreciate it. We're happy to be here. All right, man. Um, now let's talk about how much more awesome you guys are for 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah,
4: the whole, the whole 30 minutes is going to be how <laughs> great and wonderful. We just let y'all know up front that we're just going to shower you with love.
2: That's cool as long as they get to come at the end.
4: <laughs> well, that'd be a golden
3: shower then. Um, <laughs> all right. I
2: don't know how you guys do it.
3: But <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So first of all, man, um, my first question for you guys, uh, this one specifically, uh, for, I never expected that I would for, see oh my, hold on a second. I got to mute something here. Oh, did something decide to stop playing in the yeah. background? We'll you got, I love when open. that happens, when, uh, it decides, fuck you, right? I'm going to do my own Thank article.
2: Well, now we get to know what you've been listening to, watching. Thank God it wasn't porn. I know.
3: Time. This time. Um, <laughs> all right. So I guess my first question is, where do you guys get off, man? Like what, what, Mostly what gave you the, em- lovers, <laughs> What gave you guys the Uh, impetus to start the show?
2: You know, I don't know what it was for Keith, but for me, I think Keith needed a show. I think uh, he had the outlet online. He had uh, shite.com where he was just talking shit about his own life. And uh, it was actually my brother and his brother was like, hey, this is a way that he can actually have a show. And it just it was to me, it was obvious, you know. Keith's got stuff to say. He says it very funny and in in a very entertaining way. And uh, I'd listen to the show if
3: I wasn't on it. Mm. Well, so that means you listen to uh, My Name is Keith then.
4: Yes. Yes, I do.
2: (laughs) My name is Keith! (laughs) uh... Yes,
4: I sing that too. People look at me like I'm crazy at my desk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like by the end of his episodes i'm drunk without drinking
3: yes (laughs) and keith what uh for you was like you know the i need a show what was it or was it you had the show and then you realized like oh yeah this is what i needed all along Uh,
0: i'm sorry guys that's a little personal okay (laughs) i I don't know i heard you know there was uh this podcasting out there and i heard it and the shows i heard were god awful and i'm thinking you know we can do this kind of and so uh, I, do, I think we just thought, you know, maybe I started doing stand-up. We'll promote my stand-up. And uh, with singing, maybe we'll promote singing. And next thing you know, it uh, just took on a life of its own. And uh, I have very, very important things to say. And uh, people need to hear them. So uh, it worked out.
3: Uh, okay. Um, another thing I was wondering, too, um, co- concerning the uh, you know, the actual show and, like, getting it up. Because you guys do so much of it yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and what has been like the biggest hurdle technology wise, because even when we started our show, which is much later in the game where, you know, you would think that everything's kind of customized to just get off the ground running, but it's not, it, there's a lot of shit that you just like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how I to, got program. to
4: Google that. Now I got to find somebody to help me set this up and that up. Yeah. So like, what was yeah, the biggest hurdle?
3: That shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, to be honest, like it, even from the start, it was, it was the technology was difficult, but also, throughout, the same technology problems that people have without a show, people have with a show. So the computers are crashing. The devices decide not to work when, you know, they've been working all this time. All we did was, you know, try to do the same thing. But uh, Keith um, is the one that was figuring out the actual how do we upload the show and how do we work this thing. And you had troubles. There, with-
0: there's always troubles, as you know. You know, you know have. Uh, I don't understand why you can't just plug a microphone. Into a computer, why is sound so hard, but you need a certain sound card, you need this, you need that uh, and and then the next day, you just came back, nobody touched anything and there 's gremlins and things uh, I, yeah, it is just such a such a pain that the way things sneak up on you, but uh, we figured out the the big things uh, as we went along but it, it, it is uh, it does get very frustrating. Why, when I touch nothing, is the volume all of a sudden gone? that kind of thing
3: yeah, I also feel like um that there's like hurdles you get over. And I think that's when a lot of people quit like, or when you know, it's for you is when you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I have to get a mixer, um, today. (laughs) You know, like that. I think that's when you're like, this must be my calling. This must be, this is going to be my thing because, um, I feel like for a lot of people, you tell them, yeah, you're going to need to spend this money by the end of the day. It's like, eh, you know what? This shit was all right, but, uh, it's not that important. It's a lot of beer money. Um, all right, is this your first time being on a uh, a guest on a black podcast, guys?
2: Oh, can't we just say no? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have black friends and um support black rights. <laughs> 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 we do believe black people tip. Though, uh, hey, um, blackness, black black things yeah and
5: i fucked up with them in the past
3: yeah. <laughs> okay well thank you very much uh mr romney um <laughs> uh well that's cool though I- i'm assuming after this you guys will never go back so that is- this is good for us know, great for we us just
2: don't see color we have done other shows and uh they could have been black <laughs>
3: <laughs> i understand. um uh, so all right you guys have several spinoff shows now um it, it continues to grow. I'm I a VIP member. Yes, sir. Um, now, like for the past couple of months. Um, That's why
2: you're our favorite black person.
3: I th- thank you. Thank you very much. I have, I'm going to check. I'm going to write that down. That's the quote <laughs> of the show. Um, but so I'm a, I'm a VIP member now. Um, at one point, I was paying $5 a month just like donating. And then I realized like, wait a minute, I can just get all this free shit uh, for like 10 more dollars. Um, and I need it in my life. So, uh, yes. I would have had went ahead with VIP on them.
2: We're going to use that. Get more free shit for just 10 more dollars. <laughs> I like it. It's worth it.
3: It's already existing in the universe. So you might as well go get it. And, you know, it's the most, the, and it's worth it too. Like, uh, the, the, my favorite spinoff show right now, um,
2: God, oh God, let it be me. Please, please,
3: is please, 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 drum roll. Please,
2: please,
3: please. <laughs> <laughs> is actually, that's the show with danny guys
2: oh danny wins
6: because
3: y'all are all on it it's like the <laughs> it's the one show where you get everybody including like random people that are gassed on the on the regular show and like uh libby just laughing in the background or getting her microphone <laughs> yes. taken away
4: yes and and i love that show and and when i heard it, i listened to it like back to back to back so when i was listening to it i kept won- i kept like countdown when am I going to hear it? And then I was singing. That's the show with Danny. I was just singing it at my desk. And everybody was like, what What? What? What the hell is she over
7: there singing?
0: What's going on, Danny?
7: You're on the show, motherfuckers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. We
2: have a surprise guest on your show. <laughs> the
3: co- <laughs> Yay! The, co- the comedic genius of uh, of Danny uh, Hatch, a.k.a. The Hatch, um... Meaning the Blackout Tips. Hey man, um, your show is great. And, yes, um, it is, sir. I, and I think your monologues uh, just need to go, uh, you know, with less interruptions, and uh, it'll be <laughs> even better.
2: <laughs> People keep ruining your shit, Danny.
3: Thanks,
0: man. I appreciate it. It's uh, those are really kind words. It does. You have to learn that when you're a guest on uh, Danny's show, that even though he asks you how you are doing, it's monologue time, <laughs> and that monologue time is never to be interrupted. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's very serious.
2: I uh, actually just did an episode with Mike Kaplan and Micah Sherman. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, if only Ooh. Mike Kraplan was still alive to talk yes, to Mike Kaplan. Yes, he died. <laughs> it oh. was
4: bloody scene. Oh, son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is what they're talking about when they put together matter and antimatter.
3: <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Can those two
3: even exist in the same room? I don't no. know. And we never will because mm-hmm. he took his life. Um, and the morning Zulu. Um, so the other thing I was wondering too, uh, is there any like competition behind the scenes with the guy with the shows? Like, um, I know, you know, uh, him does just one of the most like amazing interviewers. Um, just (laughs) naturally she has like, uh, it's almost scary. Kinda. When people come on the show, Ooh, I feel.
2: <laughs> wait until you hear me on Halloween. <laughs> I, I,
3: sometimes I feel fearful for the guests, where I'm like, oh, she's about to go there. Like I can, I can kind of feel the questions like right. coming. I did it's...
2: feel in my last show. I was talking to someone who's been on heroin, uh, hung out with gangs, has a bullet in her knee, uh, was was raised with really bad parents, and she said, yeah, you know, some people crossed the line with me sexual, and I, and I treaculily, and, and I said like. Like, how? I was like, mm, I don't know that Oprah would ask
4: <laughs> those type of questions.
2: Oh, yeah, I brought out the doll. Where did they touch you? you know, <laughs> Circle <laughs> I, the spot. I might go too far. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint the picture, the whole picture.
3: Yeah, it's like you, see, you seize on it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, this is where they seem a little bit. Um, and, and I think you're right. They kind of do want to tell their story. I think everybody mm-hmm. kind of wants to tell their story. And you're really good at just, like, catching people, like, you seem uncomfortable, but you kind of also want to get this out, and it comes out.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Stop listening to my inner head and thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: now the other thing is, and this is where the competition comes in. Uh, you a little jealous of Keith being able to use alcohol to <laughs> subsidize for this talent? He's like the Lance Armstrong of <laughs> interviews where it's kind of performance enhancing, but it works. It does.
2: My name is Keith! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention it, is it is a little hilarious slash offensive when I read the forums, um, uh, notes about his show and they're like, wow. He got so and so to get so drunk that they said this, and they said that, no offense to Heda, but this is the best spinoff ever, and I'm like, well, you need you didn't need to say that you didn't actually need to say that, but um also throughout Keith's show, he explains to you how he's the better spinoff, so i I can't wait. <laughs> yeah I, uh
3: I think Adam Brown explains that it's the better spin off um yeah but, but
2: we, uh but who cuts it in Keith Malley oh Keith, that is you cutting
3: that in. So he keeps, um, he, keeps, wow. he can't
0: come to the, Adam can't come over every day.
3: <laughs> oh, see, I thought he was just always there. <laughs> shit.
2: I just gave away the stuff behind the curtain. I'm I,
3: well, I'm going to have to take a couple points off of uh, Keith oh, for shit.
2: that. Oh, okay. uh, My name is King.
0: <laughs> Over here, we keep some real on the Keefe show. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Campaign going Joe <laughs> um so and then uh, of course, um, I guess internment doesn't really count as competition, but you know since neither one of you guys get to be on there, but like you know, do you guys listen to to each other's shows and go, oh man, um he asked uh, he asked uh micah this question or he got her to admit this thing, shit, I could have got her to do that, and vice versa, uh Keith, were you like, oh, she got Jesse Joyce to Talk about openly about love, and I can never have Jesse Joyce on my show because there's alcohol here. Uh,
0: no, not at all.
2: <laughs> to keep it simple. No, I care. Uh,
0: you know, I care about a good interview, and uh, depending on uh, what guest and what uh, host, will get the most out of them. That's the way we play it. I love hearing him shows. Of course, there's no uh, jealousy at all. All right, all right. Helps everybody.
4: When when did you guys realize that you needed interns? Like, when did it get to the point where y'all say, "Oh fuck, we can't do this all by ourselves anymore"?
2: Actually, now that I think about it, if you listen to the older shows, we didn't have official interns, but I, like, we hung out with a couple people and I'm like, what are you guys doing on Saturday? Cause I'm making food if you're stuffing envelopes. So I think, I also think we could have asked for interns way before. We took on a lot and, uh, it, there's, there's, there's a lot as soon as you, as soon as you do more than just post up a podcast even if you just have a forums even if you just have a facebook page like as soon as you you get going and there's an, another few elements to it it just gets hectic
3: mm. yeah it we some interns yeah we, we do need to do that man like and i guess it's yeah. weird because like um you, and i didn't realize it until we got like too much shit to do mm-hmm. you had to let these people in your house how Uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know what? Yeah. Uh, That's why we interview them at the local, you know, some kind of burger joint. Then we stopped doing that because the interview usually takes like 15 minutes and now we're all waiting for food and then having to talk uncomfortably. And if it's not a good match, we're like, oh, we're getting to know you a little too much. This might make you think it's going to happen. Um, So we started just meeting at a coffee shop. Ordered a coffee and just you know tried to figure out in fifteen minutes if this person will kill us if we invite him to their to our house.
4: Do y'all do background checks? Um, uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I Just wanted to be sure to be, to be sure they hadn't you know committed any crimes. You no, know, be sure they credit is straight. The credit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you coming to my house? I need to be sure everything is
2: squared. Listen, if we asked everybody about their credit, we wouldn't even live in our own house.
0: But- <laughs> I uh, we go in assuming they were in jail.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you flash a gang He's sign at him. To be
2: our security, but our, our first <laughs> intern was underage and so instead of get, doing a background check I asked her for her mom's signature on this piece of paper that says you're allowed to be here mm. yeah that's that I don't want to you know a 16 year old in the house and then all of a sudden the mom's looking for them and they're just hanging out with some pizza at our place no
0: and it's not a big deal. These absentee moms will sign anything.
3: <laughs> you know, we've been um, – we we actually uh, did, like, some voice acting and whatnot for uh, one of our sponsors. Uh, they're a, a film company and, and whatnot. And, um, yeah, it, it, he was telling us it is amazing how much you can get uh, children to do. Because parents don't care um, anymore. And like y'all paying? He's like, you know, there's cursing in the script. There, like, they, uh, there's violence. They're just like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Will it be on TV?
2: Was this part of your endorsement?
3: Um, yeah, he was, he was saying that it's awesome that uh, this great. happens and it's why his content is so great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the other thing, too, um, like, what was it like that? Because, like, will you ever get to a point? where you feel like this show we just did was fucking fantastic and no one can talk shit about it because it's so great because i don't feel like i've never felt like that after a show even if we have fans are like that was fucking great oh this is the funniest shit ever then i start feeling like yeah yeah it was pretty good but like immediately after you like stop recording do you guys now because i feel like you guys are the best do you guys now feel like yeah that's right We, we fucking nailed that shit and Drop the mic.
0: Been, we've done it for seven and a half years, so not to sound like an asshole. I think we know what we're doing. Uh, however, at the same time, there are the majority of shows, I will not know how they went. I will know, if I think about it, I will know we know what we're doing. I know that it's good. Every once in a while, I'll hear a show, and I'll be like, yeah, why was I doubting it? But still, I will wonder how it went.
2: He usually asks me how the show went afterwards. And if I, if I even hesitate for a second, he'll listen back to that show.
0: Possibly, yeah. And, uh, like, you know, I just have to stop and think, let's see, how did the show go? Oh, we were all laughing all the time. <laughs> it probably went okay.
3: Yeah, I always feel like... Uh, you know, we're artists,
0: my friend. You can't
3: help it. Yeah, I guess so. It must be. And I guess that kind of makes it hopeless for me, because I was hoping at some point that you feel like such a badass. you just like, <coughs> fuck that shit. No,
0: because then, you, then it, it all goes together with uh, how much you care, and you would just happen to care less, and your show would not be as good.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and also, uh, we are spewing so much in an hour. We're giving you our opinion on every pop culture-y thing on our, on our lives, on each other's lives, on the lives of the guests. There's no way you can talk straight for an hour without going, ah, did that, you know, I mean, it's fast, fast speed, and we don't talk like this normally, and maybe I do, because I'm a little manic sometimes, but, you know, people second-guess themselves. I hang out with people sometimes, and after, after I hang out, I'm like, uh, was that as fun as I thought it was? Was that mm-hmm. as fun for them? And like he like said, well, we all were laughing, you know, they, they hung out for a while, no one's trapped in my presence, so I guess it's going all right.
3: So what about the milestone of the first day that you guys both woke up and were like, I have to commute to work because we were able to basically get our own space to dedicate to the show now. Well, at
2: that point, you know, you're talking about when we got the studio outside of our house. At Mm -hmm. that point, we were so relieved to not live with each other as ex-boyfriend girlfriend. (laughs) The studio was kind of like the second thing. It was a very proud moment, but it was also like, get the fuck out of my house.
3: Oh, yeah. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, my own space. Bye, bitch. And then just. Get out of here. Beat it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's right. We also built built this. over.
0: (laughs) So the the point is, uh, if you guys don't make it, the show can still go up.
4: Yeah. 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 We've we've already decided, you know, Rye's going to get a girlfriend and I'm going to get a girlfriend. Right. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: Crowd <laughs> likes them so much something
2: must be going on
3: yes check him out you never know yes. what's going on there um
2: so okay, what w- with a penis
4: <laughs> yes well we have a fan chill hey oh yeah we do have well all right
0: uh, well,
3: no 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 what's going on Karen? <laughs> <laughs> now we got a show so now we can now we got a real show uh, we have a fan. Her name is Chill. Um, she's from Miami, and she, sounds real chill. She is not. She is the opposite of chill. chill. Um, and uh, she she is always telling us about the many dicks that she owns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming these are uh, have been bought. Some have been paid for with uh, our Adam and Eve discount. Um, hmm. So uh, yeah, she's always informing us that uh, the sexual things she would like to do to us or watch be done to us. <laughs> Uh, constantly, uh, mm-hmm. without provocation or anything. So
2: is either one of you guys interested
3: I'm not, Mm-mm. uh, I f- prefer to keep my out hoes <laughs> going out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have to look that up in it's a l- different version of a dictionary.
0: It's <laughs> later on in the DMX song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, but anyway, man, another thing I wanted to say too, uh, what, because, you know, we're talking about that feeling you get about your content and, like, you know, uh, is it good, is it good, that artist testing thing. What about also the the bug that you have to fight as an artist of, like, when do I charge for my shit? Because it is good, and I think I deserve it, and I think I earn it, and and I think these people like me. Um, at what point does this become something I can rely on? And you guys created the the VIP platform at Keith and the Girl. You go to Keith and the Girl slash VIP. And not only do you get bonus content, but then you also get access to all of their archived episodes and things of that nature. Like, uh, at what point did you guys decide, like, uh, yeah, this needs to be a thing?
2: I think we decided too late. Um, I think we're learning this, especially being one of the first podcasters. No one had, you know, some kind of format laid out. I think we're just learning as we go. And um, in order to be podcasters for a living, you – have to charge. And so when we were sort of making it, we we definitely were, we quit our day jobs uh, a while ago so that we had the CDs, we had downloads, live shows, things like that, but we needed something more steady. So it's, it's up to you, you know, I think, I think not as, l- I think you need to have a very decent following first, but it's not, you don't have to wait as long as you might think, you know?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Um, the other thing uh, that I have to do to ask is uh, I have some issues that we've been talking about on the show, and I would like to get both of you guys' opinions. Um, the first one is kind of a relationship question. You guys did write a, a book together. Mm-hmm. What, what do we do now? Do you uh, want,
0: I see what you're getting at, and you can email – a uh, picture of chill at Info
3: <laughs> <very laughs> I do give uh, <laughs> rabbit sized shits about this, uh, yeah. this question um, but uh, we've been having a debate back and forth on the show with some of the fans um, uh, there was a guy I know he went on a blind date with a girl mm-hmm. and uh, this is his first time meeting her and whatnot. and uh, when the bill came um, uh, I guess if I can't add the date didn't go as well as he would like alright but when the bill came uh he decided to pay for it using a uh, Groupon and then she kind of furrowed her brow at him, you know, and felt maybe a, a bit slighted that he would, you know, char- that it you know, he would use a coupon on a first Ew. blind date. Ew.
2: That's not the girl you're looking for then. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Groupon.
3: Yeah, fuck her. It doesn't <laughs> sound like he, uh,
0: he said, uh, "You know what? This is a date and you have to get this and this because of my uh, Groupon plan." Right. It's it, we, you had everything you wanted. I, it sounds like, to me, this is like, uh, you know, spend $10, get, uh, $30 worth mm. of food. So this is what I did. I have a little savings here. Fuck you. Uh, you should pay full price for me. Why? We're not seeing each other again. That, never mind. That point isn't really here nor there. This girl's a bitch. Yeah. Did you-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My right. God, what else do you want? I'm not even trying to get in your pants at this point. Um, she wants,
0: she wants him to pay full price and then rip a 20 up in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Make it no, rain. We're having troubles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh I know. it's not like he was like, "Well, let me quickly look through my group." He wasn't negotiating in front of her. Right. He thought ahead, found a nice restaurant. Yeah. By the way, you
0: enjoyed your meal. That's the thing. When a guy thinks ahead, obviously he thought ahead.
3: I don't know, well. Um. All right. Well, fuck me then. I. I'm a. Uh... I yielded the higher authority there.
0: It's okay. I know what you're thinking, Rod. I, we got to be men and we got to do certain things. But, hey, money's tight. So what? What am I even doing that's wrong? It's Groupon. It saves me a little money. You never felt or looked like an asshole. They didn't treat you uh, less than because we were coupon people. This guy's a bitch.
2: You know what? This is the same asshole cunt that would uh-huh. then You date are not out
0: of line to say that. Thank you.
2: That, that would then date you. Marry you and go. How come you're spending so much yeah. money? We have a budget that I laid out. I took the time to lay it out. I don't know where you were. You just you just do whatever you want, and I have to take care of the bills. Yeah, how come it matters once your bills are together, once your money is together? He's. I, this is a legitimate thing that people do. Groupon is awesome.
3: All right. Well, uh, I'm convinced. Uh, then the, the last question I wanted to ask, um, and this has also been a, this has been a theme going on on your show. um, the whole uh, uh, church – oh, yeah, obviously the Hitler was right thing, but we're not – everyone agrees with that. But the it whole um, church <laughs>
0: – We are definitely taken out of context.
3: <laughs> uh, I think I read it in the forums. I don't know. Um, but the the whole um, thing about um, you can't be a good Christian and a good person. Um, this was two minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Mm. This is a – this is, uh, and you only get two minutes to rebut, Mr. Romney. Right.
0: That means I get 27. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> candy, candy, candy. Hold on, candy. Let me, uh, but, uh, I guess, uh, my question was actually, uh, Keith, you know, you went to church kind of, uh, two weeks ago. Um, I say kind of because I know you were cheap, uh, you were tweeting, so that kind of counts as like, you know, not half not being there.
0: Well, uh, I would not, of course I would not, uh, tweet during church but yes i was visiting my family uh my mom and brother were going to church and i'm like why not just uh appease them and go to church and then and i felt icky from second one and i said to me now I, I, that's it's horrible what i was doing what i was supporting to me mm-hmm. and uh it would be like uh saying oh i went to a kkk meeting with my parents but i don't really believe everything they stand for just there to make it easy right there so uh they don't feel uncomfortable it's a to me it's a horrible what's in this bible and it's shame on me for uh, supporting it by being a person and adding to their numbers
3: all right so i guess my question is then yes. um i i've come up with a strategy that where i think for us to get real change for people that do want to see like you know the church stop fucking with people's lives and changing right. the law and shit should we boycott our people in our lives that are, like they go to church and they believe this shit and they're really perpetuating it, even if it's passively, aggressively, just by attending and supporting it with their numbers. Should we boycott them and, and start, you know, putting
4: restrictions on your grandmother and shit like, yeah, hey, saying I'm not going to Thanksgiving. I'm yeah. not going to Christmas. Don't You're if I up need need birthday.
2: Well, it depends. I don't think you should start from a place of boycott. I think that, you know, you should feel comfortable in your skin as much as you feel comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if if you are thoroughly against something, maybe you should consider not doing it. That doesn't mean, you know, tell grandma to fuck off, but it it just means in, in life throughout, you actually don't have to do things. Nothing is, it's on your permanent record, but it's not affecting you unless you let it affect you. I still go through some issues. My parents are, you know, they drive me crazy here and again, but... But I don't have to go visit them exactly when they want me to go visit. I think we have options. So, and I think if, if next time Keith goes back home, like he's not, he doesn't have to boycott his parents because his parents go to church. But maybe next time he's home, he could just boycott that moment in their lives. Mm, Does sure. that make sense? Yep. So that you don't have to just go, I'm not okay with one of the things that you're doing and therefore I'm not okay with you. That's still your parents. But if your parents are abusing you, then no,
0: right? And I, I understand what you're saying, Rod, because you despise your parents and you're just uh, this is just convenient.
3: <laughs> I actually feel bad because uh, I, I think my parents are awesome and I wonder if that's what stopped me from being a good comedian. So, um, <laughs> it feels like prerequisite, but um, thank you guys, man, for coming into the yes, show. um this thank was you, awesome um and uh yeah man th- uh, we we'll definitely have this episode up in a couple hours and uh we appreciate it guys go to keithandthegirl.com uh so uh, you should already be there you should already be listening Yes to we talk about them all the podcasts. time Come on. you should be VIP like honestly uh there y- 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 you get more than your money's worth Yes you do it- it- it's a rip off get it before they realize how much they should be charging <laughs> Yes um and, but thank guys, you guys thank
2: you guys so much um you know you're you're on our forums it's always fun to Read your posts. Thank you for being a part of our world as well. Um, you know, let's we'll send people your way. You send people our way, and that's the way life works. Get both of these shows. You're getting one of them right now, but we'll tell everybody get it on iTunes and uh, spread the word. It's Thank actually, you. It's been really fun talking to you guys. Thanks
3: All right, a lot. you guys have that's a good day. Show
2: with
4: Danny. <laughs> yes. And
0: now the rest of the DMX song.
4: <laughs> Peace. Thank you, guys. <laughs> that was awesome that was
3: wonderful oh man um so yeah that was keith and him to Keith and the girl um go and check them out man please do y'all um i guess we have uh the rest of the show to do yes i, I kind of feel like we can just end it now so hey man it was nice um you guys have Doing a good the show. day yes <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna get better than that um but uh all right man so you listen to the blackout tips podcast obviously you guys can find this thing uh if you're listening live you already have but yes uh for those of you who are listening via stitcher uh via itunes whatever you can find all the information about the show at the blackouttips.com uh you can find all the contact information in the about section uh the blackouttips.com slash about um You can donate to the show at theblackouttips.com. You can subscribe. You can go to the store. You can check out our Tumblr. All of these things um, that really keep you up to date with the show and help spread the word for the show. If you like the show on Facebook, something as simple as that, you know, it spreads the word. It keeps other people out there liking the show. Um, The motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Yes, sir. And we do this show three times a week. The official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, we're also sponsored, Karen. Woo-hoo! We're actually double sponsored. That means uh, even better. Two people are paying us to do this show. Uh, today's podcast is sponsored by the and this is actually in the copy. Ratchetist. Uh-oh. That's right. For people that have never heard the show before, uh, ratchet basically just means crazy. So let's just say craziest uh to translate into white. But for everybody else, the ratchetest audio play we have ever done at Shadow Doll Productions, the audio play is named Road Trip. Uh starring friends of the show, John Fouts, Nathaniel J. Brown. Uh they've both been on the show before. Uh awesome guest. Uh hopefully we we'll get them back on soon. It only costs twenty-seven dollars uh which isn't bad no, I'm just kidding guys it's only two dollars
4: for a forty minute comedy audio play that's good. you pay two dollars for uh two nine nine cent burgers and they they're going to less than ten yeah, and this is what I have to tax man Just uh, yeah, just check out road trip right now Um, uh, it's
3: it's a really good way to support the show uh because you 're supporting our sponsors. You go to shadowdowproductions dot com slash r t Dot html uh the link will be on the com for those of you who uh you know don't at a computer at this moment but yeah shadowdogproductions.com man go buy stuff they also have a special going on right now that uh through the month of october uh if you buy over ten dollars worth of stuff you get 20 percent off and free shipping so uh you guys should be trying to get all this shit free while it's possible and they're just giving it away because um Eventually, they're going to try to be like, oh, no, you got to pay what we pay these actors and shit. And that's that's not when you want to get in. You get, get in, in before, now.
7: <laughs> you want to get in before, before they that. realize
4: that they need to hack the prices.
3: <laughs> right. Before before they realize, like, you know what? This is valuable. And we pay these people a lot. I, yes. Um, all right. We also need to do another sponsor that we have. And that is Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve dot com. That is. <clears throat> oh, and we need sexy music, cause yeah, can't be uh, can't be doing this shit without without some sexy music going mm-hmm. on, fellas and ladies, and chill. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? <laughs> Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamandEve.com and for a limited time only you get 50% off of just about any item. Any item. Mm -hmm. Just about. But that's not all. Mm -mm. You also get when you get your 50% off one item you also get three free adult DVDs. Yes sir. For a little inspiration and these are high quality DVDs with like slow motion white people having sex in various locations. Yes. Wearing different outfits and like in (laughs) different time periods like White people really think hard about their fucking. Like, oh, yeah, it's orchestrated. Yes. They might be
4: fucking on a special, like, space station. Yeah, that that's why I couldn't be a porn star. I'd be like, cut, cut, cut. Wait a minute. You know that your ass cheek was supposed to be right here on the left corner. Yeah. I couldn't take that.
3: Take it from the top. Uh, plus, you get a free extra gift that is so central that I don't know what it is, and I can't even tell you. Even if I did know. And to top it all off, they'll throw in free shipping on your entire order. So basically, you're just paying for half of something and then getting a bunch of free shit. Yes. Including the shipping. You should do this, guys. Check out adamandeve.com for the special offer, 50% off of one item. When you put in the code TBGWT, that is TBGWT. It stands for the black guy who tips. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get the three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. And the half off. So yeah, do that shit, y'all. All right, Karen. Looks like uh we have some podcasting to do. Yeah. I guess we can't just end the show on a I high know,
4: note. I know that that was enough right there. Right. Don't have sex in another other room like we made it. <laughs> we big time. We, we accomplished a goal. Hey, keeping the girl listeners. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, all right, so I, I I saw this on these last uh, going around on Twitter the last couple of days, there's been like some hot heated debate, uh, especially on Black Twitter.
4: Um, when is there never ever not a <laughs> heated debate on Black Twitter? This is a good, they, that's they, a good point. I don't know that a lot of them people just permanently angry. Yeah, that's
3: true. That is true. Um, so there was a debate going around. Have you seen the video of the girl who gets uppercut on a bus? Yeah send girl get uppercut on the bus mm-hmm. she was on a bus apparently she was uh highly intoxicated and she was acting very belligerent and at one point she actually approached the bus driver and i think she spit on him <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh at which point he decided you know he had pulled the bus over and he decided he was not gonna take uh any more of this shit so he got up and then he uppercut her i bet she keep us spit to herself from now on won't she? Right, um, and of course, this was caught on film, as everything is in 2012. I, I don't think, uh, is it even possible to not be caught on film Fuck, uh, if you get in a fight these days? There's no, no, no,
4: it's not. Put like this. I ain't saying he was right for uppercutting her. Mm-hmm. But nigger, she put her fluids on him. She spit on his ass. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. And you being drunk is not a reason to act an asshole.
3: Yeah, um, I think I actually have a video of this thing. But, um, yeah, uh, that, so, so, yeah, this is caught on camera. There's another video going around now of uh, a, a guy, actually, who went to a Waffle House, you know, that bastion of uh, high culture and humanity, um he went to a waffle house and mm. saw some gay people in there okay and started calling them slurs uh homophobic slurs and so the gay people got up and proceeded to whoop his motherfucking ass uh oh, right on camera
4: show you how gay they are now real gay <laughs> right so them gay punches hurt don't they? <laughs> right. they strong to the punch
3: so uh let me let me see if I can actually play this video of the girl who uh got punched on the bus and maybe I don't know if that'll determine how Leave you feel about people
4: it. alone. <laughs> what about you fuck with somebody makes people think that there's no repercussions to your actions? Yeah, it is um I mean I guess like
3: the way I feel about it is that it's just sad. Like I don't like I, a sad. lot of people feel this vindication of watching this girl get hit and there's also this other thing about um from a lot of guys that is just like um a contingent of people who are like you step up to a man and you a woman and this is what happens you know
4: no no not now he now he was flat wrong for hitting her please don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but at the same goddamn time she spit on him i don't so what is
3: so all right what's the point
4: that's nasty It is nasty. I don't think
3: anyone would defend that type of behavior.
4: It's just flat nasty. I'm sorry. All
3: right, let me play the video. Maybe this will give you a better indication. All right, it's only a minute long. By the way, the people that film this, like, how do they get to the film, the record button so fast? You know, phones record, especially iPhones record on the back side. I know, but it's just like I've had crazy shit happen in front of me. My mind has never been like, let me not get out of danger. Let me just put this on film. Because
4: you think the person recording this was not thinking that far in advance. I might get stabbed. I might get shot. This might roll into my camera. Oh, shit, something happened. Press play. See, I, I don't think like that. Oh, shit, something happened. Let me get far, far, far away. That's how my mind processes. So the last thing you think about is pressing play. Alright, well, uh,
3: let me, uh, let me play this for you then. Let's see. You gotta love the people holding the camera that also do the, um commentary. commentary like, <laughs>
4: there go Kim acting up again, y'all. Mm-hmm. They know she like this. Mm-hmm. Zoom in. <laughs> this the fifth time that undid this this week. hmm <laughs> I don't know why he keep taking abuse from that bitch. The
3: hood reporter. You gotta love the hood reporter. So the bus driver is telling her he'll bring his granddaughter up here to beat her up. And she said, okay, okay,
4: okay. okay. I, I, I he's still wrong, but I understand why he punched her because he just is ghetto fired as she is. <laughs> you are a bus driver. You work for the city. Somebody threatens you, and your first response is, I bring my granddaughter or my family members whoop your ass? You just as ghetto as she is. It wasn't, ma'am, you need to calm down. You know, he wasn't trying to defuse the situation. He, he literally egged her own, honestly. You uh, Maybe this is just for me and for what I'm hearing. It's, it's, it's not like he followed a protocol, so he needs to be fired.
3: Yeah, I feel like this wasn't written in the bus driver manual. Yeah, um,
4: the bus driver manual don't go, if you like this if you co- if you have a confrontation this is how you should respond to black people this is how you respond to white people this is how you should respond like it's, it's it's no layout to it. it's like if shit happens this is how you should respond and your response shouldn't be threatening he, he literally threatened her right through through by proxy yes
3: of his of his uh of his daughter so he
4: lost his job probably gonna get charged for assault now she probably gonna turn around and sue the city off of this bullshit yeah yeah, alright, I'm gonna play some more.
1: Oh,
3: now see, I think that's where he really fucked up to me is when he started playing the dozens. You know, and that's when you start insulting people. You know, it's like those jokes, like your mama okay. so fat. You know. Okay, with, okay,
4: okay. Now put like this. Mm-hmm. She was still wrong for spitting. Mm-hmm. But... She was like, nigga, I'm only going to take so much of you insult me. Pfft. She was still wrong because I think the shit is nasty. But it's almost like he instigated her. Um, I'm not not trying to be funny. It was like, well, bitch, it is a bitch of that. Nigga, you on a clock. Mm. And on top of that, how many other customers have he talked to like this? that has been on the city bus that was never recorded and never reported right like people people like i can guarantee you this ain't the first time he's had a confrontation with somebody and been nasty like this
3: Mm. all right well you know what that's true too it could also be a thing where this kind of shit just happens every day on this guy's route yes and no matter what emmanuel says eventually real life takes over Mm -hmm. and you kind of do end up getting into this like No, this is what the job should be. And then this is the actual job. And at some point, the job is dealing with crazy ass crackheads every day on this route to the hood. And, yeah, maybe you do start talking shit and you know you shouldn't be and you know Mm -hmm. that it's wrong. But you also know that nobody's going to come out and uh, escort these people off your bus or run security
4: for you or call the police. And um, I have family that works for the public transit here, here in Charlotte. You're out there alone, basically. You're on a bus with the public. Mm -hmm. So if somebody decides to cut a monkey and whoop your ass as a bus driver, you're out there by yourself. Yeah, you can call a dispatcher somebody, but it ain't like they have, like, somebody riding with you for your protection as a bus driver at all times.
3: Yeah, that's true. And I wonder what—who is this dude? There's another dude just standing here in a safety vest. Maybe he's just— Going to work, Listen, I don't know.
4: I'm not. I sure. thought
3: he was security for a second, but he ain't step between anybody. He's no, like, he's cuz I just want to be the first person. He's, to he's see it.
4: security. And and, and and to me, I think that uh, you should have an extra person for the bus driver. So when people start badgering the bus driver stuff like that, and, and you have somebody that you're paying for, because they don't pay a bus driver to be security. They pay you to drive the fucking bus. Right. Okay.
1: It's
3: so he she like it looks like she hit him but you can't really see it because someone was standing between the two of them um and then he stops the bus and gets
4: up up, oh my god yeah he punched the shit out of her Mm -hmm. like literally like ouch that shit looked like it hurt
3: yeah, he punched her like uh heavy. a dude.
4: Yeah, he yeah, he he punched her like a, like a MMA player. Like, you know what? <laughs>
3: MMA player. <laughs> yeah, you like You know a what? Fire. Nigga
4: take this. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah,
3: he did punch her um and uh I was laughing at that tank, not the uh, actual <laughs> video. <laughs> Oh, my bad. No, it's not an MMA player. All right. Uh, it's called a fighter. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> he fight like a boxing player. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather is a good boxing player. Yes, he Playin is. Playing at boxing. There's one thing you don't play at, and that is he's contact sports. No. All right. Um. Let me see. So he then drug her by the hair and threw her off the bus. Oh, Oh, shit. Door. And now he's going to get her coat. And he threw her coat out with with her. Um, And at this point, I guess the bus is outraged. I can't tell what emotion this lady is having. Maybe she's just so shocked to have seen this happen. I'm not sure.
4: And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if it came out that they've had confrontations before. Mm. Right. Yeah, maybe that's just the way I think like of it it just escalated yeah where she constantly they constantly go at each other and go at each other and go at each other so he was like bitch I've had enough of your funky ass get the fuck off my bus okay. and punched her he's still wrong he's still wrong okay. yes here
3: we go <laughs> so now the girl that got punched and knocked off the bus got back on the bus and it's like trying to wrestle the bus driver to the ground.
4: Oh, shit.
3: Mm-hmm. And he choked her and threw her to the ground again. That's
1: a fucking female. I don't care. You
4: want to be a man? I'm going to treat you like a man. You got You got me.
3: So, uh, yeah, that that was his, his statement that apparently this is how men act. You know how men do. We always can't control ourselves. Get on the bus. I want to fight. That's what men do.
4: Oh, yeah. Like to punch vaginas. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I felt a little insulted by that because I was just like, that's not necessarily manly behavior. I wouldn't consider that uh, a man's behavior trying to start a fucking fight with a bus driver. No,
4: I don't either. It's it's like, and like I said, he's just as ghetto as she is because not at any time did he say you need to get off this bus.
3: What is this thing that keeps
4: starting?
3: Oh, okay. I see what it is. (laughs) <laughs> Let me just just keeps randomly closes. starting, yeah, it's like, uh, you know what, fuck your show, all right, so here here we go again, <laughs> so now that 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 you know this fight has happened, people are starting to intervene and like break them up and get between him and her. But, I mean, it's kind of weird because, like, they couldn't see this shit happening, coming before. I don't know if it was just, uh, we're all kind of blind to the idea that a man Mm -hmm. would ever hit a woman. Or if they just were like, actively, I want to see this fight. No,
4: no. Uh, Like I said, me and you, we think. We process shit. We go, this is not going to end well way before it never ends well. You have told me you have been at the basketball court and niggas be like, I'm going to my car and you lay down on the ground because you think in advance shit might not happen. These niggas ain't thinking shit gonna pop off even though they seen it and some of them might live it. It's almost like their mind doesn't process "Uh, this ain't gonna end well. It's like, oh shit, he got shot. I'm going, oh shit, he got shot 10 minutes before he gets shot and Mm. I'm nowhere around. And a lot of it is that... It's, it's still surprising, please don't get me wrong, but it's one of them things where if you don't think in advance of your personal safety, nobody else is going to care.
3: Mm. So they, they got all between them and stuff, and the girl kept swinging at the bus driver. And so he goes in, grabs her by her hair, and gets ready to throw her off the bus again. And this time they saved her uh, By getting between them and holding her So she can't be kicked out the bus Although at this point, I don't know that they did her a favor Keeping her on the bus But no. this is what they felt was the right thing to do No Alright Yes I am You're
5: on the you jail, bitch chill out, oh, chill out. I need so fuck
3: Yeah, she needs so to So now he finally uh, exits the bus Himself she- yeah. And then he hopped back on the bus and started driving again, right? <gasps> and started driving again. Well he sat back down in the driver's seat. I mean the video stops there. Although I did we would like to see like a 40 minute video of like the other stops on the bus and like what happened after that. Um wow. But but here's here's the thing though, man, like uh a, there's a bunch of angles to this shit that people were taking. Um, you know, someone asked me openly, like, is this like another attack on black women and stuff? And, you know, I, I, I've looked at the video, I looked at some of the YouTube comments, and it was like, you know, yeah, some people are definitely enthusiastic about the fact that a woman was hit by a man, uh, the fact that, uh, uh you know a black she was acting like a nigga she was acting ghetto and she got fucked up and that's what happens i
4: think with this dude i don't think it would have mattered what color she was i don't even think if it mattered if it was a dude i think this bus driver had probably been badger enough where he was like fuck it i'm just tired of anybody just talking to me sideways i'm not talking about him okay i'm talking
3: about the reaction to it oh because pu- yeah, a lot yeah. of people
4: were online partying
3: off of this shit like no no like no was this was is not most... no, this is not nothing to celebrate Right. And so I saw this like days before I was asked about it. I didn't le- say one comment about it because I think it's just sad. And honestly, yes, it is. I don't have any advocacy for either party involved because no, they both wrong. This is so like it's like it's, it's like one person steps over the line, the other person steps over the line, way over the line, and then everyone wants to debate about who stepped over what line and which
4: line is okay to when, be crossed when, and when which this one shit isn't. Shouldn't have happened in the first damn place. If he would have followed protocol that he was taught at work, yeah, like I can understand.
3: Is it understandable? That he got angry and yes, hit somebody. It it's un- I'm yes, not gonna it lie. Is. It is understandable, yes, but you is. can't fucking do that. No, like, you can't. It, like the thing I was saying, because uh, people were like, you know, well, well. I mean, he uppercut her, but he was in the right. And I was like, here's the thing. Mm. Let's let let's say I agree that you're in the right. And not saying I do, but let's say I did. That he he it was he had every right to just swing off on this girl. The fact that he did is still. Not part of the motherfucking job description. That it's still. Right. If I had to write down like this is a thing that is going to happen to me tomorrow, and you told me like Rod, you're gonna get spat on by a girl who's acting unruly tomorrow, what would you like to do? I'm gonna write down a bunch of shit before I get to hit to anybody. It's gonna you know I'm gonna, I would like to walk away. I would like to call the police. Mm-hmm. I would like to have someone restrain her. her. And a lot of people are trying to be like act like he had no choice in the matter and to be quite honest in watching the video he did have a choice yes now, he did the shit happened fast yes the shit happened like sometimes before you think about it you're reacting yeah it does but from what i saw my personal belief is that dude could have avoided that if he wanted to yes but the, the stars could. aligned up to be to, to kind of give him like the uh it gave him the impetus to do it because people were filming it people were laughing at him people were chiding her on and i felt like he felt the pressure and the hotness of being embarrassed and was like i'm not gonna take this anymore and decided to to, to try to knock her yeah, out
4: and on top of that i think that and this is just me and just my opinion about it most, most situations can be diffused way before they get violent. Most can. Mm. Somebody has to, has to be level headed. Neither party was level headed. Neither party was thinking, how can I diffuse this, this situation? How can I get away from this situation? How can I make this? He could have stopped the bus, cut it off and walked his ass off the bus. If that's what it, I don't know, if that's what it took to diffuse this situation. He chose not to diffuse the situation. And my thing, he's the fucking bus driver. He's driving the bus, which means he is technically in control on what happens on his bus. And he chose to be chaotic on his bus. So his bus became chaotic. Well, I think this also the second that he decided to
3: retaliate verbally. Yes. He invited this shit. Yes, he did. Like, and that's one of the things people also aren't talking about. You have control over a lot of situations in your life. Um and then when you instigate someone who's already acting uh they're intoxicated, they already want to fight, and you decide that uh uh-uh, I'm gonna defend my ego right here and say something, and you're at your job by the way. And and, see, and see, Which should be incentive enough to be like, you know what, yes. let me follow protocol, stop this bus, call the police, have her escorted off. I'm not going to uh you know, I'm not going to deal with
4: this shit yes. because I'm not losing my job. Not and, not even about and, her or being a woman. And, and the biggest thing, I'm not going to jail for you, lady. Because right. now people are pressing charges. You're losing jobs. People are getting sued. And right. the and the biggest thing, I'm tell you right now, all them niggas talking that shit would not have hit this girl. Now a, a percentage would have. Don't get me wrong. But most people would not have because as big and bad as people talk, people really don't want to get handcuffs. They really don't want to go to jail. They really don't want all the money and all that shit that comes along with it. Everybody's quick to talk when it's not them.
3: Okay. Um. Yeah, and I kind of do. Uh, like, I, I think that's another thing. uh It's kind of like the Groupon thing too, where everybody kind of says like, "Oh, it's not a big deal, just do it," but then they don't do it. So that's then it's kind of right. like it's kind of like. But so then so you're kind of you admitting that there is some sort of. Um, stigma to it. Now, yes. I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world, but there's some type of stigma to it because we don't practice this shit on a, on a daily basis. Like it's, it, it, when it happens, it will be something that will be, uh, possibly noted. So people don't do it. So for people to say like, oh, she was acting up, you just spit on, I mean, you just punch her. It's kind of like, well, I've seen a lot of women act up on dudes before. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen a lot of women getting punched. Mm-mm. And I, a part of me, part of me believes that what we're seeing is a lot of guys who are quote unquote good guys who feel like they take shit all the time from people. And anytime they see someone lash out, they empathize with the person who's lashing out. Like, you know, there, I remember there's a video of a bully who was like picking on a kid and the kid picked the bully up and suplexed him into the concrete. You know, there's an epic beard man, the guy who's on the bus, and, uh, that some, some black dude was picking on him. Um, uh, which, by the way, this is all horrible advertising for public transportation, but, mm-hmm. uh, some black dude was picking on him, and, uh, he, he knocked that dude the fuck out, right? And for me personally, I never really laugh at that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that guy, like.
4: Me either. Um,
3: I don't even, I didn't even laugh at the video of the girl scout who was partying about selling a lot of cookies and fell off her stool. Like, Mm -mm. even when i see that video i don't laugh so i normally just don't say shit because why spoil everybody's fucking parade i i don't think it's really going to change anybody's mind i don't think the discussion Mm. we're having
4: right now is going to change anyone's mind Mm -mm. it's already been set yeah people have already decided decided in their quote-unquote fictional situation that that what they would or would not do but as far as i'm Concern, he had no right to do that. He could have defused this situation at any point in time. Why? Because he's control. He he's the one literally in control of the situation, and I feel as though um, you do have. And yes, I'm gonna say a lot of punk ass people out there and punk ass niggas that will put their hands on women. Mm. Um, Yes, you are punk ass if you punch a woman flat out. I think you are Um, because. At the end of the day, you have no right to do that. Would you do it to a man is the question. Some dudes would and some dudes wouldn't. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, this dude turned around and, and it's more repercussions – to his actions and just simply punching this woman. And my thing is that you've always got to be thinking steps ahead. When it comes to situations like this. No matter what that woman does. Not to say that she was right either. But it, but I think the situation should have been handled properly. And I think a lot of times when people have these trainings and these meetings. And all this shit that they teach you. They don't teach you that shit for no reason. They teach you that because this is the correct way to do things. Um, so then
3: there was also this video where she talked to the news. And I thought this was interesting the way that the whole incident was framed um, on the news because it was much more sympathetic towards her. And obviously, with her no longer being intoxicated, uh, no longer you know being in a situation where she's acting all uh, ratchet and stuff, it was basically like, oh yeah, um, I'm a reasonable human being, and you know I'm a victim in this thing. Let me see if I can find that.
5: Because I was so hysterical at the time. 25-year-old Shadia Lane of Cleveland says she was getting on an RTA bus to go to work September 18th when... He didn't think I had any money to get on the bus, and I was looking for it, trying to tell him, I have money to get on the bus. Can you just let me find it, you know? And then from there, it just escalated. To this. Captured on a cell phone.
3: By the way, it kind of sickens me that every time I see this video there's this like watermark for worldstarhiphop.com mm-hmm. it's just like fuck man that place is like the the, the end of forever <laughs> right that shit is like the hell the ninth circle of hell of the internet
4: yeah it's like you go there and you just fall off into nothingness right
3: like everyone that clicks on that shit like uh the next day uh if you're a minority you come out and you lose a couple of rights it's like, oh shit! I don't got no rights now. What, what happened? Oh, that world star hip hop. Yeah. Why did I, I click known. on that? Let me go drink out this colored water fountain. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs>
5: Dude,
3: this the whole this like... <laughs> Let's
4: get back to what it's she was amaz- talking. Good. In your
5: artist Hughes, of East Cleveland.
4: Yeah, but what it's they?
5: Amazing to see how a man would actually hit a woman that hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you serious? You could have, you know, pulled me off the bus. You can't even touch nobody, but for real, like you really punched me. But Shadia, you were on the receiving end of one of the most talked about uppercuts. What did that feel like? I was on mortar combat. It just hurt it. Like it was like a uh, Finish him, you know what I'm saying? Type of hit. Now this all went down on the number. Five-
3: I feel like they' trying to do comedy at that point. hmm That sounds like a Dave Chappelle skit, right? One of the most talked about uppercuts. I feel of like all times. It hurted. It's like, oh man. Somewhat Chappelle like, see, I could have wrote this.
4: Yes.
5: Five bus going up chagrin, and according to the RTA, the bus driver has been with the company for 22 years. I believe that meantime the rta has released a statement saying upon identifying the driver he was immediately suspended and removed from duty his behavior is absolutely unacceptable rta apologizes to our customers for this incident
4: and y'all rates will go up because we're gonna have to pay a lawsuit
3: right which is kind of my point to all this shit i know everybody likes to get their dander up and get into this but she was spitting on him and all it's like listen at the end of the day what this man lost It's still fucking stupid. It didn't have to happen. Nope. So even if you want to completely put it on like this chick was just acting crazy, how do you deal with it? It's like, so your answer is basically to get suspended, removed from duty, um, possibly lose your job, your employer's going to get sued, possibly have charges. Well, they actually, the police asked him if he wanted to press charges against her, so... You know, he might not be in trouble with that. I don't know. I really don't know the whole criminal part of it. But it's just this idea of like, look at all this shit. It's kind of like if I was him, I would feel the same way. Maybe this is a good analogy. I, I feel like people treat this like the way people treat rush hour traffic. Like you see the amount of people that will just be like, Man, I'll cut a motherfucker off. Oh, you driving slow? I hate motherfuckers that drive slow. Why you making that turn when you should be, stop, why, why, why you stopping when you should be making a turn? You can make a turn all right. And just cussing people out and all this shit, right? That's how people exist in their cars where they're safe and they believe, you know, they can kind of do anything. And I feel like a lot of people treat, you know, this life kind of like this rush hour traffic where you're constantly mad, but you're keeping it contained inside. And when they see someone else lash out or whatever, you know, they identify with it and it's like, yeah, yeah, fuck them, right? Mm-hmm. But think about real life. I know. So when you, when you cut somebody off and you, you fuck around and get rear-ended and, mm-hmm. and now, now technically with your insurance company, you're fine. Okay. You got rear-ended. It's not your fault. You, they should pay for everything, but. Now I don't have a car for a few days I gotta go get a rental mm-hmm. my car's gonna be in the shop yes I gotta sir. hope that they get the job done on time with the estimates mm-hmm. I gotta you know uh w- with certain rental cars you can only drive a certain distance yep you know I there's time where I have to like go to the shop with my car and you know uh get an appraisal maybe I was planning on going to the gym that day so there's like all this other shit that comes into play now that this has happened Mm -hmm. and 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 that's the moment that i try to live in and that's what i think separates people that are fully grown like formed adults from people that still kind of want to play at being a child Child. because the adult part of your brain is you know like when we talk about fighting the adult part of my brain is i'm not going to a meeting on monday with a black eye yes i'm not you know i'm not getting going to talk to the police about having to press charges or having them pressed against me because I got in a fight at a basketball court. Um, You know, same thing with this accident analogy. I'm not trying to talk to my insurance agent until fucking 11 o'clock at night, trying to figure out whose fault it was and who's liable and what my deductible is. That's the kind of shit I think about. And I think I learned a lot about people because they celebrate these moments of just like, Foolishness
4: on to me on both parts. Yes, sir. And at the end of the day, guess what? The shit costs you money. It money. costs you money. And my thing is that he been doing this for 22 years. This is the one time you decide your pride is too big for the situation. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is they never really um
3: like 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 they you're never really going to be able to to get back from this mm-mm. like what job is gonna hire you as a bus driver no again no i mean i don't know what other skills this guy has in life but like you better have some more than just driving a bus uh, i'm pretty sure the second you look up his name mm-hmm. uh at any transportation department it's gonna any. say no not this nigga <laughs> like
4: mm-mm. it's just gonna it's just gonna pop up with a mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. it's a wagging finger and a shaking head <laughs> right here we go
5: but who is not apologizing. There's two people involved in this. What can you say about your role? Did you hit him? No, see, that's why I want to talk to my lawyer. I really want to, I can't answer that question. I'm sorry, but it's more to that. It's not just like, it's more to that
3: see now, when I saw the video, it looked like she probably hit him.
4: She I bet better she did,
3: yeah, but but the, she hit
4: him and spit on him,
3: but the angles that people were recording from you couldn't see you it. couldn't see it true, so yes. it doesn't fucking matter, even if she did, did hit him
4: that's right. This is
3: why you err on the side of let me just remove myself from this situation. He would have been better off getting off the bus yes. to avoid this shit just for his own life, like stop thinking about it on some she, chivalry or yes. women's rights. I'm actually Mm-mm, telling you. His, even just be selfish if you're a selfish person think selfishly and, and I you would am. let this shit ruin your life your career cause you
4: heartache cause you problems yes it's not worth it and not only that at any time she could have stabbed him shot him like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like there's two people here now it ain't just him he just happened to hit her yeah. but who knows what what kind of weapons she may have may have had on her person? Like, nope. Maybe that's just the way I think. I put like this. I assume that people can and will and do attack your ass. I just assume that. I I don't assume that I'm just safe at all times.
5: Yeah. Lane does admit that two wrongs do not make a right, and she says she's changed. And if something like that escalates, I will just remove myself quickly. You know what I'm saying? Instead of even having a he the decency even have a
3: conversation with the guy yeah i don't know that that was a decent conversation on her end no and, and i sh- thought i thought that it was funny how that news piece like kind of framed it more mm-hmm. sympathetic towards her
4: yes and they didn't show the beginning with her flat smack cussing him out right. before that shit happened and, either
3: and that's kind of my issue with and it it really ex- exemplifies everything about it honestly uh the people who were having sides on this shit on Twitter and like going back and forth arguing and debating each other as if there could be like rights and wrongs to the shit, like it was so uh cut dry, dry. and you know, and everybody need to understand. That's kind of my issue is like people were yelling at each other like they were listening. But mm-hmm. if in my opinion, there were people who basically Cuban beat that beginning part of that shit. Mm-hmm. And like just it like, didn't happen. And made it seem like the bus driver stopped the bus and attacked some random woman just yep. to in the seat. But then there were also these people that were like, for, acting like there were there was no moment where this bus driver could have just got out of the situation mm-hmm. to save his own job. Yes, you mm-hmm. look like a punk, but you also get to go to work, work the, the next day, day and get a check. So it, for people to line up and to have sides on it and debate, it, it to me, it just felt sad it is and it felt like anytime i said that someone from either camp would come in and try to challenge me on some like well you can't say that because of this and it's like no it, it I is i get to say that that i that i don't party off of this shit me i get either. to say that that it's not something to celebrate
4: no because it's humane and that's something that people don't want to talk about a lot of people humane, what you mean? i mean how can i say a lot of people get a kick off of other people's uh Tragedies and, mm-hmm. and sorrows. It's like we live in a society now where the worse it is, the the more sensationalized it is. You know, the more we can have these these pointless debates and go back and forth. And it's one of the things where he's a person and she's a the person. They both are people. And as far as I'm concerned, it's just a sad situation all around to me. Yeah, I, I don't get the. Like I said, man, I
3: didn't tell anybody not to party off of it. I didn't tell anybody not to debate. No, but I just think it's sad. But anytime I made a comment, that was just like, yeah, it's fucking sad to see people still going in on this shit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, some people just don't understand. It's like, you know, and I would get hit from both sides. Like, but see, people not understanding this and people not understanding that. And it's like, I'm understanding that there's really no fucking side. That's right. Like the fact that you saw this and needed to have us find a side—that's side, something in you is kind of broken.
4: Yes, it is. Because when I
3: see shit like that, I just go, "Fuck, that's sad." And yes, you know, I wish there was something I could do. And I don't relate this shit to like, well, this is this represents all black women. I don't represent. Uh-huh. I, I don't say this. I don't relate this to. This represents all women that try to uh step to a man. uh uh-huh. This represents all men. Like. It represents some ratchet ass crazy situation that I w- hope to never, never fucking be in. No,
4: and it's regardless of color, creed, skin, or anything. You have no right to put your hands or to spit on anybody.
3: Yeah. Well, um. All right. I, I don't know if people know this, but I was on a couple podcasts this week as a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on, uh, the, the hot firestarter, uh, firestarter.com podcast last night. You can go to firestarter.com and download it and fire spell F I Y A eight, uh, wait, F I Y A fire starter, uh, dot com. And, uh, they're not on iTunes currently because they went over their bandwidth, but you can just go to their website and download it straight from there. Um, I believe they have like the last three episodes, uh, archived, uh, you know, on like, foul share or something like that so i was on there but i was and uh that show was five hours long by the way so
4: yeah i went to bed on your ass oh, nigga i got to go to work
3: <sighs> i wanted to go to bed on me but also i had <laughs> such a good time uh it felt like it just flew by you, everybody knows i'm a huge fan of those guys yes. and, uh what they do and uh just one of my favorite shows period dude just god damn they good
4: Yes. And and also, I just did a We Watch Ratchet with... uh,
3: What is is We Watch Ratchet? Explain it to the people.
4: It's a show that me, Phenom Black, and Ty Diamond do. And uh, from my understanding, we're going to have guests come in and we actually watch movies on Netflix and the movie's actually playing in the background where we speak commentary over the movies as they play. And we tell you, like, where we start the movie. So, basically, you can actually watch the movie at, at home. And we isn't that, all these movies going to be on Netflix. So, um, we did Own the Bluff, which is a terrible-ass movie. But we had a great time um, watching it and talking over uh, top of the movie. It's on the Where's My 40 Acres feed uh, with uh, Frenon Black and, and that crew over there
3: yeah so check that out we will have links to all of this on our own website uh by the end of the week and you guys can check out our guest appearances but also karen did you know Mm -hmm. that you are married to a political analyst oh shit now that's right when did you get that title i was on this week in blackness as they covered the second presidential debate between Mitt romney and obviously president barack obama yes I did the pre and post debate analysis with Elon James, hey. uh Eljoy Williams, uh hey. Mama White was uh, yeah, there. Yeah,
4: Mama White was there. She's mm-hmm. sweet.
3: Mhm. Uh and they had like a just a various uh I think uh they had uh Professor Butler there. They mm-hmm. had uh David Swirlick. Uh they had uh of course our our girl, Imani Gandhi. Mhm. She was on there um uh, so like they had all these different people uh liz winstead the creator of the daily show um i think also creator of uh radio america i don't know i'm probably tanking that anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah so so basically man they had this um they, they they had this you know debate analysis man and i and i was on it man so uh it was on video i actually wore a black button up for the first the you did get fancy huh yeah for the pre-debate i was fancy from the waist up still wearing my basketball shirt. <laughs> and then uh after uh the debate i also uh went in there and this time i had a can go along and i was slightly <laughs> slightly inebriated but um i thought i did a pretty good job man um, you did and i of course i watched the debate i live tweeted the debates i, I love the i love the debates um not because i think they'll change anything but because it's really good comedy and uh it is the best comedy (laughs) in the world everybody needs to to watch those debates man uh but my favorite uh moment of the debate was actually a question from a black dude named uh michael jones (laughs) Uh, Jones, because it was a town hall format of a debate where anyone can go around and ask a question well not anyone where they ask specific undecided voters quote Mm -hmm. unquote to ask questions of the candidates and the candidates take some time to answer i don't want to play the answer i just want to play this question. question um and michael jones is a black man all right and and, and there were some other good, interesting questions. There was one from this guy named Jeremy, who uh, was like a college sophomore, whose suit apparently was a college senior, because that shit was way too big. Ah! And he wanted to know about getting a job. I was like, you never get it with that posture, Jeremy. Stand up straight. I know. Say it with your chest, son. Your mama didn't pick that suit out for you to go on TV. With nothing. And shuffle your feet. You're embarrassing that woman. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, they had some good questions, but this this is my favorite question by far. Some people think this is the best question, but I actually think it's not the best question. But um, well, i let people hear it in I make my comment. Yeah, and, I, and Obama did tee off on it. He did a great job answering it. Maybe I will play his answer, but listen to this question, y'all.
8: But, uh, the president does get this question. I want to call on Michael Jones.
9: Mr. President, I voted for you in 2008. What have you done or accomplished to earn my vote in 2012. I'm not that optimistic as I was in 2012. Most things I need for everyday living are very expensive. Well,
3: yeah, that's the question. For the record, like, because yeah, it that, sounds that's like the question. There would be more to that question. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he also fucked up the years. It's, you weren't as you're not as optimistic as you was in 2008. But that's fine. He's nervous. He's on national TV.
4: And I can't believe he had to read that question from you <laughs> i was like you read from cue card, and that's that's what i'm hearing
3: <laughs> yeah it was a little uh awkward um but i like i don't know i can't decide if this is a plant by the democrats because supposedly you're not supposed to be able to plant people in the audience but it feels like such a softball for the like honestly like it's a kickball for the president they just he just rolled this ball to the <laughs> president for all the the, the black voters, one. yeah, all the black voters who feel disenfranchised, for him to just run off his list of motherfucker, look at everything I have done, mm-hmm. and this should this should all help you. And I, I'll play his answer too, I guess.
9: Well, we've gone through a tough four years. There's no doubt about it. But four years ago, I told the American people, and I told you, I would cut taxes for middle class families, and I did. I told you I'd cut taxes for small businesses. And I have. I said that I'd end the war in Iraq. And I did. I said we'd refocus attention on those who actually attacked us on 9-11. And we have gone after al-Qaeda's leadership like never before. And Osama bin Laden is dead. I said that we would put in place health care reform to make sure that insurance companies can't jerk you around. And if you don't have health insurance, that you'd have a chance to get affordable insurance. And I have. I committed that I would rein in the excesses of Wall Street, and we passed the toughest Wall Street reforms since the 1930s. We've created 5 million jobs, gone from 800,000 jobs a month being lost, and we are making progress. We saved an auto industry that was on the brink of collapse. Now, does that mean you're not struggling? Absolutely not. A lot of us are. And that's why the plan that I put forward for manufacturing and education and reducing our deficit in a sensible way using the savings from ending wars to rebuild america and putting people back to work making sure that we are controlling our own energy but not just the energy of today but also the energy of the future all those things will make a difference so the point is the commitments i've made i've kept and those that i haven't been able to keep it's not for lack of trying and we're going to get it done in a second term But. You should pay attention to this campaign because Governor Romney's made some commitments as well. And I suspect he'll keep those too. You know, when members of the Republican Congress say we're going to sign a no tax pledge so that we don't ask a dime for millionaires and billions to reduce our deficit so we can still invest in education and helping kids go to college, he said, Me too. When they said, we're going to cut Planned Parenthood funding. He said, me too. When he said we're going to repeal Obamacare, first thing I'm going to do, despite the fact that it's the same health care plan that he passed in Massachusetts and is working well, he said, me too. That is not the kind of leadership that you need, but you should expect that those are promises he's going to keep. Mr. And President, choice God damn.
3: God damn, I say. <laughs> Just, that you, you can't tell me that's not a plan. Come on, man. that should have been this is a question from a decided voter like the only thing that would have been better is if the question would have started with how are you going to continue to be
4: awesome i'll have i'll just take my question and go yeah and some of them have uh, decided like one latino she was like president romney i was like bitch you already decided why else you have to ask (laughs) this question (laughs) undecided my ass (laughs) <laughs> some of them folks are decided president Romney. she did say that oh that's a tale
3: Mm-hmm. yeah i think they had some decided ones thrown in there because uh um, president romney i have a question uh as an undecided voter why is president obama the biggest asshole in america i'll i'll just i'll sit wait there. i'll sit here and wait thank you thank you very much um but yeah man i, I thought that my i just like that michael jones original question Cause, you know, if I'm a rift, I like fucking two and a half minutes off of that shit. Yes, he did. Cause he didn't get much to work with. But, but listen to this dude's original question, man. It's, it was stupid. It's so like, it, I think the subtext is, I'm black and I believed in you. And my thing. And I lost my job and shit costs money. I can't afford no rims, no flat screen TVs or chains.
4: What's the problem is? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. and, the, and the thing is that the question itself wasn't stupid. He framed a stupid-ass question. I, I got to hear it one more time. It's so general.
9: Mr. President, I voted for you in 2008. What have you done or accomplished to earn my vote in 2012? I'm not that optimistic as I was in 2012. Most things I need for everyday living are very expensive. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
3: Most things that I need for everyday living are very expensive. Most things, most things. I'm talking Vaseline. I'm, t- I'm talking I'm talking
4: cocoa butter. It's <laughs> talking hair grease. My girlfriend's weave.
3: Red Kool Aid is not on sale anymore. Makeup,
4: Oodles and noodles is not ten for <laughs> ten for a dollar no more. What's going on here?
3: Have you seen the price per pound of watermelon and chicken? It's, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Uh, a forty ounce is now over two fifty.
4: And yes, I, I I can't take this no more. This
3: is since you took office, sir. That's, instead of gas, the price of gas it should have been like using the price of forty ounces. That would have been good. it have been. Awesome. some good ignorance. <laughs> like <laughs> I Mitt mean, Romney said, they like since the president took office, the price of a forty ounce on the day he was inaugurated was a dollar eighty seven cents. Mm-hmm. Now it is well over three dollars. I promise to get America drinking again. Uh-huh. Under, under my new plan, forty houses will be back down to a dollar eighty-seven cents. All we have to do is open up the rights to federal lands where we can start. That's harvesting. all we got to do. We can start harvesting swill. <laughs> get it? Get on it. It's made from the tears of Native Americans. I'm just going to open up the
4: reservations. They're very ma- magical, so <laughs> I've been told. Right? But, um, they come with oppression. Yeah, I
3: thought I, that was my favorite question, man. But yeah, as a political analyst, uh, I have to say I did a good job. Uh, I made sure to wear a hat. Uh, I made sure not to use that many facts because facts can be checked and they, they yes, trip they you can.
4: up. Yes, they do. They sir. can be
3: proven false. And so you stay away from those. Uh, and Mitt
4: Romney found that out. Yeah. From Candy.
3: I don't need all that shit. Candy mm-hmm. was like, mm, you wrong. So Obama uh, was like, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> so getting back to uh, what we originally talked about with the fight on the bus. Mm-hmm. At what point is getting film taking an ass whooping and having it show up on Tosh.0 gonna start being a deterrent for people to fight? Because at this Never. point, at this point, it's not even about whether you're gonna win or lose. As soon as someone pulls a camera out, I just don't want to be there if something funny happens. Cause now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be on TV and shit and I didn't ask for that. And not in a good way either. Mm-mm. Right. Like it now is I'm either on T V fighting somebody and winning or fighting somebody and losing. Mm. Or maybe I tripped o- over my own foot and shit in my pants and now I'm on ah! the fucking beginning of Tosh point and all my friends are
4: debating about it on black Twitter and shit shit. Laughing in pants. at you. Yeah. That should shit in your pants be illegal? Should we pass laws on this? Should we ban shit in pants? Right. Yeah. What does it mean for racism that the black person <laughs> shit in their
3: ah! pants like I really, dog. I I saw a dude get beat up by four uh homosexual people in a waffle house on camera and it never crossed his mind this could go badly. Yes. Like, like what is guys- wrong?
4: People need to understand there are consequences and repercussions to your actions. I will never quit saying that. You can't fuck with people and it's expect nothing to happen.
3: Yeah. Uh speaking of homosexual people um you know here at the blackout test we're a big fan of the glitter bomb as yes the best form of uh non-violent protest going right now Mm -hmm. as far as i'm concerned there's nothing i like more than seeing uh some homophobic motherfucker get glitter bombed because i know that shit is going to be annoying as fuck
4: to get out Ah. of their skin and hair because glitter uh, glitter stays with your ass for six to eight months like, like I, I think that's the rule for glitter. And then you still might catch it in your carpet a year later.
3: Yeah, no, there's no way to get it all out. No
4: amount no. of showers. No, um, because, because no matter how much you do, somebody's going to say, what is that sparkling? You're like, shit, I've taken 50 showers. You're still finding damn glitter? So I have thought, of, I've thought about this, right? I think
3: gay people need to take the glitter bomb to the next level. What's the next level? The next the level. All right. No, nobody has thought of this. Gay people feel free to use this. I'm giving this to you. Just make sure somebody's filming it because I want to see it. But you know how they have like this guy hates fags or Westboro Baptist Church and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I would love for like one of their rallies for some gay people to rent i mean you don't have to be gay to do a glitter bomb but i I think it'll be more it'll be better if it's i like it better when it's a gay dude especially because their celebration at the end of a glitter bomb is fucking fantastic (laughs) it's fabulous it's the the right amount of celebration and just sassiness yes and 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 the privilege of and you can't hit me true it's like because all i did was put some glitter on you Yes. And now you're they, gonna look like an asshole, Mister Romney. That's right, <laughs> Governor Governor Romney. Do you really want to punch this dude in the face Well, you can't? Right? Nope. I, that, I think we would be better off if everybody behaved themselves like they were running for office. You know, because that bus driver would have never punched that girl if he was Mitt Romney. Mm-mm. He would have got spit on, and we got up and said security, and walked away. Um, all right. So look, this is what I think. You should take a plane. And I'm talking one of those crop dusters. The the you know the ones you see at like farms and stuff that they use to like, you know, obviously
10: do the see, crops. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I think you take a crop duster, you fill it with glitter, and you fly over Fred Phelps and those homophobes and you just unleash A fucking torrent of glitter down upon them. Just all in their pores and their faces and their mouths. All on their signs. On those little fucking homophobic kids that they're raising and shit. That,
4: you know what? Oh, that That would would be be so good. The The biggest reason why I think that would be epic is that they would have glitter forever. Like, that's like a permanent glitter because that shit would be in the trees, that shit would be in the flowers, that shit would be on the windows, that hey, shit be in the doors. What could you get charged with? Littering? I'll pay the $250 <laughs> fine for y'all. Just do <laughs> it. I do would it. too. And let me tell you what the let me tell you the funniest part would be. When the sun comes up, how that shit would blind them every morning when the sun hits all that fucking glitter. And the name I've given this is the Glitter Nuclear
3: Bomb. The Glitter Nuke just splash those motherfuckers, man. Oh, it's un- it's inescapable. Maybe a tea party rally. Like, just find something. <laughs> There's, like, these people are grouping up in these, like, because they don't feel any shame. Mm-mm. And you just go find those motherfuckers. And just go, boom, surprise. Your church is now full of glitter. How do you like those apples? Hmm? <laughs> anyway, I think that would be great. Um. All right, man. Let's do some articles and shit. Uh, I had a couple more uh random thoughts but uh you know we can say though since we had that interview and stuff um and plus we do need to guess the race and that's really what people give a fuck about uh on the show um so yeah if you're new to the show from keith and the girl you know that uh, they play guess the race before but typically it's more of a sarcastic like you know Two people shot somebody over Kool-Aid and, um, and then went out and bought rims and got G unit shirts, guess the race. And then they kind of move on. Well, we kind of linger on guess the race. We Mm -hmm. do want you to guess the race. Uh, the chat room here plays along. Uh, we go in the chat room uh, with, when we have guests on with us, they play along. Um, and, uh, what you will find quickly is that the chat room is quite racist. Yes. Quite racist.
4: Yes. And, be, and before you start, um, the chat room hadn't been moving, so I'm not even sure if, uh, we got the chat room with us.
3: Um, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Because when, when
4: I try to type, it, it won't, it won't go up.
3: Oh yeah, I don't know. Let's see if you can. I know. Nope, people. it's not going up for me. I don't yeah. know if people are seeing seeing uh, the chat or whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll try to reload, uh, re- refresh it real, real quick, quick to see if uh, if that works. I don't know. Vocal okay. may just be having some issues. Um, I would say as we are releasing an update for the site at six ten p.m. Uh, or six ten p.s. or three ten so six ten est. Anyway, right now, like. 20 minutes ago they released the an update and video stream may disconnect for a period of time will be up soon so yeah we're not broadcasting live anymore
4: oh okay so uh yeah that explains that okay that's why people were saying i can't get in i was like oh what's what's, what's going on here and then when i tried to chat nothing went in and i seen it hadn't been moving in a while all right well we got to keep doing the show
3: because it's live right now oh no and, problem uh, i can play um I minute, do i need to turn
4: around
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah actually uh let's pause it for a second and uh we'll come right back just give me a second guys all right man so we had some technical issues with vocal but we switched over to UStream, so uh we're ready to go i'm ready to play some guests to raise for the people uh that were able to make the jump um here's our first uh, article um this boy 10 years old 10 years old shot his sister killed himself let's uh let's the article oh see if you guys can guess the race
10: phil archer is in huntsville tonight with what he's learned from investigators police neighbors and classmates are still struggling to make sense of why it happened around nine last night 10 year old kobe tucker shot his 15 year old sister ashley multiple times at the family home then turned the pistol on himself the 10 year old gained access to a handgun She walked into the 15-year-old's room and discharged the weapon multiple times in the direction of his sister. The children's mother was downstairs when she heard the shots. She called 911. Both kids were flown to Memorial Hermann Hospital in Houston. In the small community of Bedi where the family lives about 20 miles west of Huntsville, neighbors are stunned. One of them agreed to talk with us but wants to remain anonymous. Never seen it coming. Never, never was there a problem with the kids, never seen the kids have a problem. And you know the kids? You've seen them talk to them? Uh How would you describe them? Happy. Kobe attended Huntsville Intermediate School. His sister, Ashley, is a student at Huntsville Senior High. Today, the school's had counselors available to help the kids' classmates cope.
3: You never expect anything like that to happen in Huntsville like that, especially with kids.
4: You know, a little boy shooting his sister, then he's going to turn the gun on himself. You know, it's
10: sad. I
4: feel, you know, my prayers go out to the family.
10: Last night, 15-year-old Ashley Tucker underwent surgery at Memorial Hermann Hospital. Oh, she Today, locked. she is listed in mm-hmm. good condition. Coming up at 6, more about her brother and about how people in this small community are coping with this tragedy. We're live in Huntsville. I'm Phil Archer, KPRC Local 2.
3: Well, I'm just glad that, you know, kids like that have access to guns because, you know, we need them so bad. And um, it's really good that, uh, you know, kids can just go in the- Kitchen cabinet, grab, grab him a gun. You know, uh, it's an American if, if right.
4: wouldn't locked up if nothing. <laughs>
3: just fucking Hand out like a piece of candy. Word. Wow. Like, I, in, in cases like this, <clears throat> if this gun came from his parents, I feel like his parents should go to jail for the time that he would have got. Like, I know he killed himself, but whatever time he would have got for trying to kill his sister, attempted murder, or whatever, his parents, whoever had the gun registered in the house, should have to go to jail for that amount of time.
4: Because you shouldn't have... Why guns.
3: does your kid have access to, to your a fucking gun? gun? Like, he's 10 years old. The fuck is he doing around a gun? Especially not monitored by you. Now, I know you guys are going like, okay, I'm going to guess the race, and uh I'm, I'm going to throw a, a little, little hiccup on you. Guess the race of the woman who was talking about how sad it was in her car with her kids. Mm-hmm. That's right. That you were going to get a gimme and get to guess the race of these kids with this gun. No. You got to guess the race of the lady who was talking about how sad it was that this happened. Um, So uh, let's check out the chat room and see what race they said. Um, <clears throat> One who washes his dog in the sink right before he washes the dishes. Milk with dinner, white, both of them. All right. So I guess he's saying the witness is white, too. I don't know. Or shooter Tyler Perry movie lover says Leonard brothers that's a good one that is a good guess Um, and it looks like the other people are taking a while to respond so I'm just going to tell you right now the lady in the car who thought it was sad and reached out with prayers for both of them the black mm-hmm. she did go to Tyler Perry movies Popsin was wrong Leonard brothers was correct <laughs> alright here's another guest the right story
10: A man is recovering in the hospital tonight after he was set on fire at a gas station. I'm Olivia Fierro.
9: I'm John Huck. It happened at the Circle K on Las Vegas Boulevard near Silverado Ranch. Police say two men got into a fight and the suspect took things too far. Fox Live's Doug Johnson spoke with a witness of the crime. He joins us live from where it happened. Doug. Yeah,
8: well, John and Olivia, this happened early on Wednesday morning here at the Circle K at the gas pumps. And originally, the victim asked the suspect for a ride. Soon, a fight started, and one uh, witness tells us that what happened next will haunt him for years to come.
4: You only see in the movies, and the dude was from head to toe burnt, like, on uh, flames.
8: Adam Carlos is describing a horrifying scene he saw unfold at this Circle K on Las Vegas Boulevard. Moments before, he saw Theodore Benedrano arguing with this man, Patrick Newell.
4: And the next thing you know, um, the next gentleman like lit this other guy on fire. According
8: to a police report, Benedrano was playing the slots at the Circle K when he was asked to leave by the clerk for drinking a beer inside. Once outside, he leaned on Newell's truck and started asking him for a ride. That's when the two started fighting. At first, police say Newell did the right thing.
9: The ultimate suspect in this case did come back into the store and ask the employee to call police because he was being harassed
10: by the other man in the parking lot.
8: But then he crossed the line. According to the report, Newell went back out and used the gas pump to spray Baterano with gasoline. Oh. A knife, He then lit him on fire.
1: Whoa. Carlos
8: and several others ran in to help, but Newell tried to stop them.
3: Oh that like, you're going to burn me? You're going to cut me? Come on. And then that's when he was more like, just... Um, you don't know and I was like that's when I was like well I don't need to know to know that you don't do that to another human you know
5: unfortunately by the time I got to the hospital Teddy was already intubated um, and he's been intubated I
3: like how Carl, uh, Mr. Carlos's, um assertion about the situation was uh, that guy just needed to be informed that that was wrong
4: ah, I don't think he gave it down <laughs> he, was, he, was like, he
3: was like you don't do that to another human being what get out of here you're not supposed to you're not supposed to burn people alive at the gas station was i'll be damned (laughs) didn't know that was illegal someone go get me a fire extinguisher let's get this boy out of here good sense
8: jennifer howard has been dating bethirano for three years and says he'll have a long recovery that burns on at least 50 to 20 percent of his body she's still asking 50 to
4: 20 percent that number makes no sense you know this uh I think I thought he said fifteen to twenty. Oh, I thought he said fifteen to twenty. I was like
3: Yeah, fifteen to twenty percent of his body is
4: burned. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. I thought he said fifty to twenty percent. I was like that oh, makes no
3: sense. Yeah, it would be kind of backwards to say fifty to twenty. Yeah,
4: so but it's fifteen to twenty but that's a large percentage of your body.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds low. So you start thinking, like, what 20%, 20% of your, of your body, body is? Would
4: you let get burned? I know a whole leg.
3: i let on. you pick the 20. There's no, no. Shit, it don't you. matter.
5: Guy's gonna have to live with his decision that he made for the rest of his life. And he doesn't have to live with the decision, then obviously he's mentally ill.
8: Now, fortunately, several good Samaritans were able to put the fire out rather quickly. And police tell us that when officers arrived, Newell was uh, cooperative with them. He was shortly late afterward uh, taken into custody. Meanwhile, now he now faces charges, including attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon. Reporting live, Doug Johnson.
3: All right, man. So let's guess the race. Um, uh, Patrick Newell, the guy who burned someone at the gas station. Got burned at the pump, as they say when you pay too much for gas. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) A tiger riding dinner plate in the lip African who is not used to American customs. Uh, Okay. Leonard Brothers says, one who orders his steaks rare and is upset he ended up well done. (laughs) So that's white. The correct answer is white, guys. He was a white man. Mm-hmm. And he's out here burning people. Uh, this isn't against the race, but apparently Flavor Flav got arrested. Oh, Flavor Flav got gray hair. Yeah, early this morning in Vegas after allegedly threatening a teenager in his house with a deadly weapon.
4: What, what the fuck is he doing? To teen- that better have been his child.
3: <laughs> what the fuck are you around teenager for? Law enforcement tell, uh, tells us that the teenager is the son of Flavor Flay's hmm Well, I say Flavor Flay's fiance. <laughs> ah! And the rapper has allegedly gotten into a heated verbal argument with both the teenager and his mom before it turned violent. According to police, Flay, real name William Drayton Jr., is accused of getting physical with his fiance and then threatening her son with a knife. During the altercation,
4: the fight. Hey, he's sixty-five. He, 65? he too, that must be old man strength, then. <laughs> it must be. Uh,
3: during the during the fight, his fiance called nine one one. I love to hear the transcript of that, right? Yeah. About to stab you, boy. Uh, Flay was arrested <laughs> around three a.m. You want to threaten me, boy? <laughs> you don't know nothing about this. Hey, yo, Terminator! Tell him what time it is. <laughs> Chuck D was like, "There, calm down." How low can you go? Low (laughs) enough to stab you, son. It's going to take a nation of millions to hold me back from stabbing this fool, Chuck. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'll call call it 911, Flay. 911 is a joke. (laughs) 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 They'll never get here on time. Mm Mm-mm. Ever. Uh, Flay was arrested around 3 a.m. and booked on two charges, felony assault with a deadly weapon, and misdemeanor domestic violence, battery. battery. He's currently being held on $23,000 bail because he ain't got the money.
4: Of course.
3: Just like he ain't had the money run to run the chicken places. Uh, of course, on the Blackout Toots, we are constantly talking about sword ratchetness and how terrible it is and it needs to stop and mm-hmm. swords need to be treated as seriously as guns when it comes to legislation in america because once you start looking for it you start finding that there's a lot of negative things happening with swords every single day mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about it except us that's right and we also are big fans official weapon of the show is the what karen taser that's right and so a thousand people sent me this article <laughs> Over the last couple of days. Uh Apparently British police apologized on Wednesday for using a stun gun on a blind man after officers mistook his white cane
4: for a samurai sword. (gasps) Oh, well, I have seen. Movies where the cane is the samurai sword, so yeah, you know, they they was on their job, though. They was, you know, why uh, you know, they was on their job. I seen blind samurai sword fighters in some um anime, so I know that you know they do exist in the cartoon world, but exactly. if that shit was in real life, it'd be epic. Officers were responding
3: to a number, it would not be epic, it would be ratchet.
4: Ha! <laughs> ah, now, yes, it would be ratchet. Please don't get me wrong.
3: I don't want to see blind people with swords running around unleashed. No, thank, not in my no, America. No, he would be, he
4: would be controlled like they are doing the cartoons. He only uses it when necessary.
3: Not in my America.
4: <laughs> officers were responding
3: to a number of reports that a man was walking through Chorley armed with a samurai sword. When they confronted Colin Farmer, who was on his way to meet friends in a pub last Friday, uh, farmers, uh, 61 did not respond to their calls to stop. One of the officers uses Taser stun gun to deliver a 5,000 volt shot. Ooh, 5,000 volts of shock. Did that make your ass
4: quit? Feel the you burn. Know, feel the tingle. And you know, he's blind, so he felt it extra hard. And feel the pain. I, <laughs> yeah, I wonder, could he, could he, could he, that shit'll make you
3: see? Uh, I certainly didn't know they were police, and I certainly didn't know they were shouting at me. I thought I was going to be attacked by some hooligans, Uh farmer told. Oh, because he's blind, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Despite despite uh despite pleading with the police and telling them he was blind, he was handcuffed. <gasps> it then became apparent that this man was not the person we were looking for. And officers attended to him straight away, said Chief Superintendent Stuart Williams, in a statement, adding the innocent man was taken to the hospital for treatment instead of to the bar for drinks. Fucked up his night.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. He might be blind, but he ain't going to be blind enough not to count y'all dollar bills. Y'all going to be paying him for accidentally shocking his ass. Yeah, you're
3: going to be like, fold them 10s to the left, the 20s to the right. Yes, sir. Uh, Lancashire Constable, I don't even know how you pronounce that. Police (laughs) deeply regrets what has happened. Uh, We have clearly put this uh, man through a traumatic experience, and we are extremely sorry for that. Police later arrested twenty-seven-year-old uh a twenty-seven-year-old man in connection with the sword reports, but released him without charge. So they didn't find anybody. Damn! What? what, devil- what is really, who's Who really who's really blind in
4: this place? Who's really blind? The cops or these people? Yes.
3: They just arresting random. Then
4: the is running this. They cops run around dûm- like damn They just arresting folks. We got a sword. Oh wait a minute, that's an umbrella. Uh-huh. that's
3: okay take them in anyway yeah
4: we, never we, be safe we don't we, we don't care we got to get an rest at all costs
3: yeah so man sore ratcheting is going the wrong way yes all right man here's another guest the race article uh, for the people in the chat room
5: clacy's body was taken away to the medical examiner's office to determine the cause of death in french george i'm at
7: eight news tonight a cosby high school graduate claims on twitter that he was involved in a sexual relationship by
3: the way i like how they started with some unrelated end Is of it,
7: another story yes
4: versus starting with this dude talking
7: <laughs> anyway good editing jerk face for the substitute teacher and posted nude photos of that woman online eight news reporter roger Mades has our story Former Cosby High student Justin Foster sent shockwaves through the area after claiming that he was involved in a sexual relationship with his substitute teacher, Anna Michelle Walters. Foster made the claims via his Twitter last night. Now a student at the University of West Virginia, Foster posted nude pictures as well as messages he says were from her. Chesterfield school officials told 8 News Walters is no longer an employee of the school system and Chesterfield police are looking into how old Foster was when the alleged relationship took place. We're told Walters was an assistant cheerleading coach. Tonight, Cosby High's cheer squad took part in a competition less than a day after Foster's claims. We're wrapping up competition here at Manchester High and in spite of today's events, Cosby High's cheerleading squad were we able to pull out a first place victory tonight. 8 News attempted to speak to parents, however many were unwilling to talk on camera. Of course. In addition to Foster's claims. Police say they're looking into more claims that Walters was involved with other students. In Chesterfield, Roger Modis, eight News.
3: He didn't seem too modest to me. Yeah.
7: The Cosby uh, students we did speak to tell eight News it was a very awkward day at school.
4: The teachers were hush hush, and people would get in trouble if they mentioned anything about it. And it was yep. kind of a lot of the teachers were bummed out and mad that it would happen just because it was a fellow
7: teacher. We showed the mess
3: because they didn't get to hit it too.
7: Which of course. ...to a local attorney to see what legal consequences Walters could face. He says if the student was underaged, there could be many.
8: And the reason for that is because of the supervisory or custodial relationship that exists between a teacher and a student. Even if it's consensual, it is deemed wrong.
3: I like how uh, the lawyer that they have in this shot mm-hmm. is a white dude in a suit with glasses, and he's sitting at a table, but he has... Two books in front of them. Yeah. And one is an open law book and one is a closed law book. But it's just funny how it's just like, you know, someone said that, they staged that to the. Like, oh, of course. You don't look like a lawyer enough. Hold on, wait a minute. What is missing? What's
4: missing? What's
3: books. this book about? The Ancient Laws of America? Open up this one. Right. It doesn't even matter what the book's about. Just open mm-hmm. up the book. It can literally be a playboy. Because
4: nobody gives a damn.
3: Right. <laughs> so far, no charges have been filed all right man so in this case uh guess the race of the teacher the teacher y'all who um had uh all these inappropriate relationships with the student and uh was texting this this kid all right let's see an overboard ripped pink hot dog dick and dusky white Says Popson. Oh. One who loves having his picture taken because he gets to yell out cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder what made everybody so sure that it was a dude? Hmm. It's interesting, fellas. See what y'all think. Um, all right, well, the correct answer is white. But it was a white woman, y'all. It's a mm-hmm. white woman. Yes, it was the ladies. hmm Oh, I just think this is funny. I'm not reading this article, but David Stern does it again, commissioner of the NBA. He released a press release today saying that they want to make the openings for the for the NBA game shorter by cutting some time off, by not having the players do these those excessive like high five and daps and shit when they come through the lineup. You know how players like it's like, and now so and so. Yes. And then like the twelfth man on the bench always is like standing at the end of the line doing like seventeen step uh frat fraternity I, da- black fraternity dances yes. and shit well they're going to stop
4: that so they'll make the introduction shorter and I, uh yeah david stern um who has told you that they dancing was connected to HBCUs nah, we ain't no I have none of that bullshit <laughs> HBCUs. Why you say that? Fraternities. You know, like Black fraternities, how they march and step in lines and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's one of them things where you be just want to say, you know what, David Stern, quit listening to them people that ain't never gonna come back to basketball. Yeah, that's his thing. Is like, uh, and see, for me personally, I believe that
3: he does this on purpose. This yes. isn't a. Um, this isn't anything that any a lot of people were complaining about. It's mm-hmm. nothing that is going to Was significantly change problem? the game. But he always whenever and it's without fail every October right before the NBA season starts, mm-hmm. he always picks one thing that will stir up a ton of controversy mm-hmm. and get people talking about the NBA again, but it doesn't actually affect the game. It's like we're not going to have people bitching about getting texts anymore. And then it's like, you know, 3 months into the season they're not really enforcing it the same way they were. Or, um, uh, change the basketball. Remember when he did that?
4: Yes. People complained about that shit.
3: Yeah. And then next thing you know, it didn't matter. Like, he changed it back. Uh, there was a dress code. Everybody got up in arms about the dress code. He's trying to make these black kids dress a certain way and it's not fair. Or, yeah, they should dress that way. That's why I don't watch the game. And he, you, you, they, they, they basically just made him put on, like, button-up shirts and jeans. It wasn't even like some, mm-hmm like it was like you can't wear jogging pants in a big chain but it became the biggest media story and turned racial and all this shit he's really good at drumming this kind of stuff up and you'll see people run with this and try to turn it into like yeah see that black stuff is the seven layer dap that y'all are doing and it's that's what the problem is like honestly Mm -hmm. the kind of person that really has an issue with a high five at the start of a game it's not watching the fucking NBA. No, Sorry. they're
4: not, and they're never coming back. Get over it. Yeah, there's nothing you can do that'll get those. Kind them of people, people checked to watch out it. when Larry Bird retired, and they asses is never coming to fuck back. Get over it. Yeah, Michael Jordan was out. That was, yeah, was, for real. That it. was it. And I think a lot of people, when Michael Jordan retired, for a lot of people, like that '80s, early '80s crowd, when them when 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 all those people started retiring. A lot of people just left the NBA and there is nothing you can do about it. Nothing to get those people back. So, you know what? Fuck them. You got a fan base. We're here. Cater to us.
3: All right. Back to guess the race. A war Mr. Man who beat and humiliated his wife. A woman who'd married him in the midst of his earlier criminal trial in Bucks County Courthouse was sentenced Thursday to three and a half to nine years in a state prison. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Timothy Zalut, 34, of Warminster, must also undergo a mental health and substance abuse evaluation to pay a $300 fine. County George Albert Separulo said it was clear that Zalut's nine prior convictions and seven past incarcerations had not taught him a lesson. This indicates to me a very disturbed mind, the judge told Zalut. You have been a violent person for a number of years. Ah, Sounds like some th- the English law. Like, a number of years. You have been a violent person. What's wrong with you, sir? A jury in August found Zalut guilty of simple assault, false imprisonment, terroristic threats and disorderly conduct stemming from the August 13, 2011 incident involving his ex-wife Haley Dystra, who's 22 years old. Right? Dystra had testified that she and Zalut had been out walking at 5 in the morning when they got into an argument during the fight Zalit grabbed Dykstra by the neck. He choked and threatened to kill her. Uh, He also choked her dog with his leash. Damn, the dog got something too? Yeah, he's an Eagles fan. At at his trial, (laughs) jurors heard about nine prior domestic assault incidents involving Zalit and Dykstra. She filed for divorce in 2009, just three months after they had been married at the courthouse. During a break in Zalit's trial for assaulting a man outside a bar. So he was on trial. For beating up a dude at a bar and this lady decided she wanted to marry him. Wow. Right. Cause he's a keeper, Karen. Yeah. It's all a misunderstanding.
4: He'll keep you so much, girl, he'll beat you to death. His love is that strong.
3: Yeah. All 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 of the nine assaults, you know. She was gonna break him with that habit. Mm-hmm. In the court Thursday, Zalad said he wished he could go back in time and right the wrongs he committed against Dykstra. <laughs> By wrongs, he's like I didn't push her in into traffic. I didn't stomp on her face. Mm-hmm. I didn't uppercut her like the bus driver. <laughs> right. I wish I could go back. He blamed that fighting on his unrealistic wish that she would make him happy. Whoa. Oh, what? The- that seems like kind of a diss to her, and uh, you know, and ridiculous. Yes, it does. Unfortunately, this is a love story without a happy ending. Just two misguided people who thought they could conquer everything. He said. Also, he's a romantic, isn't that nice? He asked the judge for leniency, saying, I do have some problems, but I'm not a bad person. His contrite manner quickly faded as the judge began to read through the pre-sentence report, mm-hmm. which details incidents where Zalit, uh abused his wife, including the time when she served him bacon bits and his scrambled eggs, sending him into a violent rage. Had mm-hmm. attitude changed when he talked about them damn bacon bits. Yeah, he couldn't even help himself. This is the one time where you're trying to put on a front... And he's like going down the list, and all this is to them is just a list of times she couldn't make him happy.
4: Well, yeah, yeah, because of his unrealistic
3: expectations of her. Uh, and, I, and I'm not a fan of bacon bits in my eggs either. But come on, man, not no, not no, um, not no fake generic bacon bits, real bacon. Zala interrupted the judge's recitation several times, saying his ex-wife had lied when she spoke to investigators. Finally, uh, the judge had enough. Mr. Zala, if you speak again, I will remove, have you removed from the courtroom or I'll tape your mouth shut. Zala was quiet. quiet Ah. He was quiet the rest of the hearing. Deputy District Attorney Stephen Jones said the sentence appropriate, was appropriate. Uh, He had to urge the judge to lock away Zala for a long time, uh, saying the defendant lacked remorse. He's smart. He's manipulative. He says he he says what he has to say to get himself out of trouble. Jones said he's never had a punishment that's held him accountable. Isn't that sad? He just needs to be punished, yeah. right? Uh Dijkstra did not attend the hearing. Jones said she could not face seeing Zalad again. Uh she's going to live in fear for the rest of her life. Uh Zalad's attorney, David Knight, said his client truly wants to change his behavior. Because, uh, you know, he hasn't had enough chances yet.
4: Mm-mm, he sure hasn't. Need one more. <laughs> Just one, one more, chance. more chance.
3: This is the last time, I promise. He realizes that he has problems and that he hurt people. Sometimes he's his own worst enemy. Well, come on. I, I feel like he's these women's own worst enemy. Yes. More than his own. <laughs> I keep going back to jail. What is wrong with me? Also, these are bacon bits. Uh, Bitch, didn't
4: you. I tell you no more generic bacon? <laughs>
3: uh so yeah man um guess the race of uh, mr Zalot, uh the guy who does not like bacon bits with his eggs or he loses his shit and beats people um let's check the chat room um as nick jew would say wyatt hmm, that's leonard brothers <laughs> shout out to nick jew of course um doesn't like anybody else's guessing so oh wait the <laughs> person who loves the cheese part of the cheesesteak the most. <laughs> Pops says, a Malcolm X nigga with a bow tie. And Leonard Brothers says, whiter than Clove, Owen, and Keith at an all-white party. <laughs> I he found like the three white dudes that listen to the show. That's funny. I'm um, just joking other white people that listen to the show. It's just a joke. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we love y'all too. Correct answer was white. So, Popson, you got that wrong. Didn't have anything to do with Malcolm X this time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, man. A Springfield woman is accused of printing her own paychecks, giving herself a six-figure salary in the process, and cashing them at Walmart stores throughout the Midwest.
4: Oh. <gasps> they they don't have systems that if you have access to printing checks, you can't cut yourself checks that you can't do certain things. Oh, of and-
3: course, they have system, but what are you going to do to stop it? If I own my own business or something, what can you do to stop me from writing my Oh, a check your own business?
4: Me? That's a whole different story. Okay.
3: Victoria L. Calvert, 40 years old, is charged with four counts of felony forgery and one count of possessing forgery equipment. According to documents provided by the Greene County Prosecutor's Office, the charges stem from a September 11th and September 15th incidents, during which Calvert allegedly cashed counterfeit checks at the local Walmart stores, as well as from a September 27th search of her residence that, peop- that police say turned up more counterfeit checks, fake military IDs, and related a- equipment. Damn, she was on it. What's she planning on doing, leaving the country? Yeah. She does sound like a... She wasn't James a, Bond agent or some shit. Yeah, she wanted of the born people that got through. Is this the, yeah, the, one, the, the last, one? of the
4: ones that survived.
3: Yeah, her chip malfunctioned. Right, <laughs> she's like, I just need these drugs, man. I'm, I'm on crack. It's
4: mm-hmm. part of the
3: newborn program. Uh, the probable state, the probable cause statement filed in the case paints a picture of a much larger, more lucrative operation. However. Uh, Corporal Matt Farmer, the detective assigned to the case, wrote in the statement that he had been contacted by a Walmart asset protection investigator, Derek Brown, who had been looking into past incidents in which Calvert was a suspect. Brown's investigation had shown a white female had passed or attempted to pass 732 counterfeit checks since November 2011. Damn, which totaled 169 thousand eight hundred and seventeen dollars and seven cent wow
4: that's a lot of fucking checks in less than a year yes most people is is if you get paid every week is that enough weeks that's more. No, yeah no, i'm about to say not. that's more
3: there's only 50 some weeks in a year and yeah this, is, this happened in less than a year 732 sure, was you
4: yourself every other day <laughs> Shit. Nigga, it's time to get paid again. Another forty-eight hours. Hey,
3: it's close to twice. It's closer to twice a day, Karen. Seriously.
4: Well, damn. Yeah, because um, it didn't even take a whole year. It's not
5: but November like, yet. But so. like,
4: woo. First eight I was oh, wit time to pay. All right, time to go home. Time to pay again. <laughs> All right, ooh, breakfast time. It's time for that paycheck. <laughs> oh, it's that three o'clock snack time for another pay period of the
3: 732 counterfeit checks 515 have been accepted for a total amount of 116,295 and 99 cent shit i wish i could pay myself
4: like that shit
3: the checks have been passed at walmart stores throughout arkansas illinois iowa kansas missouri and oklahoma oh she went playing Video surveillance showed the suspect arriving and leaving in a blue Chevrolet, uh, Chevrolet Malibu with
4: license plates that uh, track back to Calvert. That's right, because well, one thing I say saying about Walmart, now, you might get robbed sometimes at Walmart if you go late night, but believe my ass, they're going to know the criminal that caught you because them fuckers got cameras in the inside and in the outside and the backyard and the barns. Cameras is everywhere at Walmart.
3: Uh, Calvert was arrested September 27th, the statement says, but declined to speak with an attorney. A search of her bedroom, turned up almost three dozen counterfeit checks, the statement says, as well as 13 fake military military IDs, sporting covert, photo, and aliases that link to the various uh, fake accounts printed on the checks. Two computers... Printing and laminating equipment and other counterfeiting tools were also seized.
4: She's been doing this for a hot minute, hasn't she?
3: Yeah, using military IDs to, to link up with the people on the check, basically.
4: Wow. Calvert
3: remained in the Green County Jail uh, on Friday with Bond set at $50,000.
4: That's all? They wouldn't take a check, so she had to stay. I mean, because my thing is that <laughs> now you... Now you have, it's probably a federal crime because she's crossing state lines. Yep, obviously. Then it's possibly the military might come in and sue your ass because you faking faking military IDs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to be going to jail for a long time, honey. She has
3: previous convictions of forgery and has served time in prison as a result. As an alleged prior and persistent offender, she faces enhanced punishment 5 to 15 years on each count in, if convicted.
4: Well, yeah, honey.
3: Let's check the chat room. Guess the race, uh, Miss uh, uh Let's see. <clears throat> uh, a moon cricket who coons with jungle bunnies. So I'm pretty sure all ah! of those mean black. Went to Walmart instead of check cash and, st- check cash and store white. I like your deductive reasoning, Emperor L. That is a good point. Black person probably would go to a check cashing store. So, um, alright, man. The chat room's guesses are in. Uh, and the correct answer is... White. Yeah, yeah, she was. It was a white lady, Mm -hmm. y'all. She was trying to cash them damn checks. Um, (laughs) this is ridiculous. Um... This girl, apparently, was an LSU student, Louisiana State, and she tried to shoot her mother to claim an inheritance.
4: Um, how far does she think that that was going to go? They normally don't pay the murderer for shooting their parents. Mm -hmm. I don't know if nobody told her that. She could not afford a public
3: defender. I'm assuming that's what she needed the money for.
4: Yeah, Uh, for the public defender, yes.
3: Um... Prosecutors say Boober knocked on her mother's front door and explained in the Esplanade City Park. I don't know. Oh, those are some apartments. Okay. Mm -hmm. She knocked on her mom's front door of the apartments about 4.30 a.m. and smiled through the peephole until her mother opened the door. 4.30 in the morning? Mm -hmm. Boober's mother found her daughter aiming a silver handgun at her. The woman slammed the door shut and locked it. Boover then allegedly fired three shots at the door and fled in her car back to her dorm room on LSU's campus. Her mother was not injured.
4: Wow. wow. Oh. My. God. C- can you just disown the child? Can you be like, you know what? You know what? You, that one right there. Mm-mm. 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 Well, apparently You've grown, you grown. I've
3: raised you, you. You need to get on. I think you can only disown them if they're gay, Karen. Pretty sure that, uh... You have to let them stay if. uh
4: I don't mind you being gay. If
3: they, if they just try to commit murder or kill you, that's just uh, that's no, just another one.
4: No, put it this: I'd rather you be gay than try to shoot and blow my brains out.
3: Well, the Lord says, you know, Boover's a, alleged accomplice and fellow LSU student Nathan, Nathan Andrew Uhas, eighteen, who probably thought he was getting some pussy that night. <laughs> that's that's the only way you do that shit. It's like, I'm so, uh, what are we going to do? Kill my mom. And you're still sucking my dick after this, right? I just want to make sure. Yeah.
4: Because I'm 18 and that's as far as I can think ahead. As far. Mm, Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. The tip of your dick is as far as your thought process goes. So, Juhasz, the dude,
3: he confessed that he was anticipating a $50,000 cut of the inheritance money. Nigga, what? And he snitched like shit. Well, of course,
4: because <laughs> it don't mean nothing to him.
3: Well, they must have told him he wouldn't get time if he told the truth or something, because mm, I would have just been like, man, I, she told me she needed a ride. Uh, according to court documents, the pair had bought gloves, duct tape, masks, similar to those worn by the killers in the screen movie, according to an NOPD application for an arrest warrant. u uh, allegedly told police that he and Boover intended to leave the state after the killing was carried out. But the supposed murder plot went awry and both he and Boover ended up in custody. After being alerted by Boover's stepfather that she was likely on her way to LSU's campus, LSU police found Boover's car and U-has, with u inside. Boover was apprehended at, camp, at her campus dorm. Both were arrested. How are you going to
4: go back to where they can find you? You know, but but like this. Your mama probably help you pack your shit. Your mama probably drop you off on this LSU campus. Your mama probably knows what dorm room you in. It ain't like she can't find you. Yeah.
3: Shit, man. Um, let's see. So now people wonder
4: why we don't have kids. Come on, dog. Because they will try to kill you. That's my point. Uh Boo was booked in the East Bat- Baton Rouge. Yeah. When, when yeah, when they're young, they scream your ears off. When they old, they shoot you with a gun. Boover was booked into the East Baton Rouge (laughs) Parish Jail on Monday with being a fugitive,
3: wanted on a charge of attempted first-degree murder in New Orleans, as well as simple uh, possession of marijuana. u was jailed in the same facility on Wednesday on account of being a fugitive suspected in New Orleans of serving as a principal to attempted first-degree murder. Boover was transferred to Orleans Parish Prison on Wednesday, where she was booked on an attempted first-degree murder charge. Guess the race of Mrs. of Miss Boover who tried to kill her own mama. Why? Because you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let me see what the chat room has to say about that one. Because, uh, good grief, man.
4: Like, the other thing is, like,
3: what's the motive? Like, really, the insurance money? Like, how much do you have to hate your mom to be like, I'm going to kill this bitch for this insurance money? <laughs> A lot yeah oh man all right so the guests we have in the chat room pops and says one who calls their mom by their first name leonard brother says white anger sufferer and emperor l says needed money to find a butt chugging party white <laughs> everybody ah. gets white uh it does killing your parents for some reason Killing your parents for insurance money seems very white to me, too. So, yeah, the correct answer is white.
4: Yeah, not it is not the fact that black people don't do it. It's just the fact that a lot of black people, A, they get scared. And then uh, a lot of times I don't think they're that successful. Because I don't know no black people that's going to get up at 4.30 in the morning and open the door for you. But like, shit, that nigga going to stay out there. I ain't going out there and open up the door for him. He ain't <laughs> got no key. He don't belong his ass in here.
3: Uh, here is a dumb broad who apparently went ahead and decided she needed to find a way to end the jail. A Texas Uh-oh. woman Texas woman is facing a felony retaliation charge after she allegedly posted a photograph of an undercover narcotics officer on Facebook and identify his job. Wow. Melissa Walt Hall 30 told Mesquite police she saw the photo she saw the photograph on a flyer three weeks earlier and posted it because her friend was upset with the officer's testimony on drug charges. According to a federal affidavit on October 7th, one of Walt Hall's friends told police a photographer of a a photograph of a man appeared in her news feed and was labeled undercover mesquite narcotics with the caption. Anyone know this bitch? (laughs) What the fuck is it about Facebook that makes people feel like they are above the law? Yes, they do. That shit is all on the record, man. Mm hmm. Like you can't The forget. internet
4: never forgets people ever, 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 ever.
3: Like, just because you got busted for some weed or some shit, you decided like, mm-mm, I don't like this shit. I'm going to find a way to get a prison sentence out of this.
4: Mm-hmm. I, so I don't know who this bitch right here is. This one right here. Mm-hmm.
3: A slap on her hand for a dime
4: bag? Fuck that, copper. You're going <laughs> to send me to prison for years. <laughs> I want all them years. Give them to me. I'm going I'm I'm to make all them years worth it. You know, he just showed up in
3: the interrogation room like, So I'm a bitch, huh? Hmm. Okay. Good luck with that 5 to 10. Investigators checked Walt Hall's Facebook page and issued a warrant for her arrest on harassment charges after they deemed her post a viable threat to the officer's safety obviously mm. dealing with some lascivious characters there yes uh Walter refused to identify her friend however a computer search led police to george pickens of course pickens 34 told investigators he and his brother bobby Stedham began researching the undercover officer online and found his facebook page and photograph they used the photo to make flyers featuring the officer with the intent to display them like garage sale signs according to affidavit what the fuck did how much trouble did they get in the first time to feel like this was a good... Were they high when they
4: came up with this as a solution to the problem? Of course they were. <laughs> you know it'd be a good smart idea. What, brother? Why don't we do that, officer? Go find out who he is. You know who he is? No, but if we search, I bet you we can find him on Facebook. <laughs> we, we can? Yeah. And you know what we do after we find him on Facebook? What? Hmm. Why don't we make posters and put them up everywhere? <laughs>
3: Let's put lost snitch looking for a good home.
4: Mm -hmm. You think you think that you think they come out and harass him? I don't know. They might. They might. Mm -hmm. Dude, totally. We got to do this. We got to do
3: this, dude. Now pass those tacos. Um. It's a very dangerous situation, said Kevin Lawrence, uh, master of the obvious and executive director <laughs> of the Texas Municipal Police Association. If you're trying to infiltrate a cartel, a drug ring, a gang, or one of the keys is people have to believe, one of the keys is people have to believe you're not an officer. Anything that hints at tying you to law enforcement is very dangerous. So now yeah. all of a sudden, this dude is Jack Bauer. I mean, he might have just been posing as a homeless man, but. Uh, apparently he was trying to infiltrate the uh, Juan cartel Um, and
4: and it's not that It's, it's just for the fact that now you basically have fucked this dude's career up So now he basically, they have to basically pull him out of that department, put him somewhere else. He might not be able to really work the streets again because now everybody knows he's an officer.
3: Well, he clearly should have uppercut the guy. That's the correct thing to do, uh, according to everybody on Twitter.
4: Of course, of course. I hope they were female so the punch could have connected. Steadham,
3: 26, I'm sorry, 26, has also been charged with retaliation. Pickens faces drugs and weapons charges after authorities found 28.6 grams of meth in his room. And, yeah guess the race right and an unregistered sawed off shotgun hand what? on the pump la la, la 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 damn lawrence said his group advises members of law enforcement to be very cautious about social media if they must use it at all yeah i wonder if you're undercover like do you create an undercover facebook page or is that like your actual real name that he found like Because, you know, if you're undercover, you're creating this like fake identity. Mm -hmm. I actually think it would be smarter to have a fake Facebook page, a Mm -hmm. fake Twitter, because that's more like a real person. Yes, it is. What they would do, you know? Yep. Um, Anyway, there are too many opportunities for bad things to happen in exchange for very little upside, he said. But the fact that the officer shouldn't have had a Facebook doesn't excuse Walt Hall either so
4: yeah, yeah. And, and as an officer and it's sad but even as like teachers and things like that they had a right to these things you need to either make them private or read i know it sounds sad or either not have it at all because the way the public is nowadays man it's like any little thing you do it's just crazy how how people kind of overreact to a lot of stuff
3: yeah so chat room guess the race of the lady who posted the officer's picture on facebook calling him a snitch and saying, has uh, anyone know this bitch or something like that? Uh, cause her friend got in some trouble, um, with the law, which uh, the the fucking audacity to fuck with a cop that just like, just got you in trouble with the law. Come on. Uh, Leonard brother says she got a last name. Normal people can't pronounce. She's white. Hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> they do have some complicated last names. Popson says a bojangling, stop snitching coon. Okay. Uh, let's. Any more guesses? All right. I think that might be it so far. So the correct answer is. Wait. Leonard Brothers says trust fund, baby. All right. Correct answer is white. It mm-hmm. was a white person. Popson's been very off today. Just pretty That's sad. The game up, Popson. Sad to watch the great ones go downhill like this, man. Just. Having an off night. It looked like Peyton Manning's arm when he throwing long passes <laughs> ah, right now. He known to be on it now. Yeah, it's just a bad night, man. Bad night for Popson. Uh The te- the Texas woman, 35, or a Texas woman, I guess, 35 years old, was arrested last night for aggravated assault after she grabbed a kitchen knife and charged at her mother who had un- uh, unbraided her what does unbraided mean? Take the, take the braids out of here. Okay, all right. Charging her mother who had unbraided her for leaving a bloody tampon on the bathroom countertop.
4: Oh! For real?
3: That's right, Karen. Uh Sandra Mays, 52, got into a verbal argument with her daughter inside their Dallas home lat- late last night, according to a Dallas Police Department report. The major disturbance was triggered by the discarded tampon. As the pair quarreled, Yakia, identified as AP for arrested person in the report, allegedly went into a kitchen, into the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and began charging at her mother and saying, Bitch, I'm going to kill you, Yakia announced. Sandra Mays. Damn.
4: They, they, they act like she made a public step, bitch.
3: I'm gonna kill you. This has been a PSA brought to you by Yakia. Yep.
4: Sandra Mays told told the cops that
3: fearing for her life, she ran into a back bedroom and locked the door. Sandra, identified as a complainant in the report, I don't know why they're telling me this shit. Anyway, added that Yakia sought to break the door down. While doing this, she remarked, "Bitch, I'm gonna stab you in the middle of your fucking forehead."
4: Oh, oh. Now, I'm not
3: gonna lie, y'all. I love me a good fucking forehead, man. Like that—that's ah! one of my favorite curses, man. This is—it's hardly ever used, uh. But I like fucking forehead and fucking face. Those are my two of my favorite, like, ah, stabbing in your fucking face, like. Mm. But yeah, fucking forehead is good, man. Um. Anyway, when the cops arrived at the duo's apartment, they observed that the bedroom door was semi-broken off the frame. They also recovered Uh the kitchen knife from the nightstand in Yakia's bedroom. That's a strong, oh, that's a strong ass, doing a strong ass woman because she was determined to get nailed, wouldn't she? Yeah. Mays was arrested for felony aggravated assault and booked into the Dallas County Jail where she is being held in lieu of $25,000 bond. A police check revealed that Mays has a prior history of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. In July 2006, she was sentenced to four years probation for aggravated assault conviction according to court records. So guess the race of Yakia Mays stabby-ass woman who was mad that her braids got taken out by her mama. Man. Some of these just guessed themselves. Yeah, nasty tampons. Ah! Uh, Leonard Brothers says, Precious after drinking some liquid courage and yell, not tonight, mama. (laughs) For those who have seen that terrible-ass Precious movie. Yes. (laughs) Oh man. Uh Popsa says a chicken head who gets scared when she hears you going to jail. Nah. Colt says uh, K. Holt says a great drink lover. Great drink lover. <laughs> I like how Khol K. holt waits till he gets the short ones to guess. He's like, I ain't taking no chances. <laughs> Y'all be sure, right?
4: He's I'm like, a- I'm a guarantee I'm betting a hundred percent. He's like, Yakia, mm-hmm. I got this. I got this. Y'all can't trick me on this one. <laughs> All right, the correct answer is black.
3: All right, last uh, last guest, the race of the night, guys. I hope you got your racism hats on. Um, a Jacksonville, Florida, oh, Florida, damn it! <laughs> you almost made it to the whole show, chill, and your your state had to act up again. Yes, right. a Jacksonville, Florida couple just got into some serious drama over Atlantis Morissette's music. Alan Casey, twenty four, hit his thirty three year old boyfriend. Todd Fletcher. That's right. You heard me right. Uh, Alan Casey, a man. It's still, it's still uh, with domestic violence. Alan Casey, a man, hit his 33 year old boyfriend, Todd Fletcher. Get over it, America. Been this hit him. That is his right as a gay man to beat up a gay dude. It's still wrong. God damn it! I'm for that type of equality. That 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 is one hundred percent equality. Yes, and I think if if straight people can fuck up relationships for all this time, gay people can too. Let some gay people. The only thing problem I have with this article is that they weren't married. Give them. A yeah, uh, Ty Fletcher. After uh, he beat him up, he beat up Ty Fletcher. After Fletcher allegedly refused to listen to anything but but, but Alanis Moore said <laughs> Well, isn't that ironic?
4: Isn't that ironic? <laughs>
3: only listening to only listening to a Landis Morissette really takes uh, remembering the 90s to a whole
4: new level uh, according to this sassy ass article apparently it's the guy on his nerves yeah if I hear that damn one more Landis set one more time
3: yeah it's like rain on a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know right on a wedding day Karen yes I, I don't think any of those things were ironic by the way it's just unfortunate Mm-mm. shit yes <laughs> It's like good advice. Uh-oh. Yes. All right, Casey it just don't take. Casey <laughs> apparently hit Fletcher in the face with a plate. Oh, in yeah. glass. And Fletcher had a big gash to prove it. When a cop approached Casey in a nearby park, he admitted to it. I'm like yes, I hit him. Uh. So yeah. Uh, I guess the race of. I guess both of these dudes, since both their pictures are there and they're the same race. Guess the race of Mr. Allen Casey, 24, and his 33-year-old boyfriend, Todd Fletcher. Todd Fletcher. Um, very upset over Linus set, guys. Mm, very. All right, let's see here. Um, you, you, you ought to know that they were white, says Emperor L. Ha, <laughs> ha uh black man with aids tyler perry black says pops damn this is wrong dog
4: kissing veggie white
3: hipsters <laughs> okay <laughs> correct answer is white they were both white mm-hmm. dudes man well all right man this has been a grand day we have enjoyed ourselves um we have a uh, fantasy football rosters to attend to. And, oh, yes, um, we do. Thank you guys who were able to stick with us from switching over to vocal when vocal abruptly crashed on us. We did not know that was going to happen. Mm, yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, obviously, I guess with Keith and the girl, uh, Keith and Hemda, um, from KeithandtheGirl.com.
4: Yeah. Comedy podcast,
3: uh, that several spinoff podcasts just, Um, Fabulous people, Check them out, y'all. Fabulous people. Yeah, we've been listening to them for years. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, some of the most entertaining, raw, uncensored. Yes. uh, I think they're the best people in podcasting, period.
4: I I, I do, too. I I do, too. They they, they paved a way uh, for podcasters to be podcasters, for normal people, actually, to be podcasters.
3: And they're such an inspiration to our show, and I'm sure... Many, many, many others. Um, and, uh, yeah, make sure you guys are checking them out at com. And like I said, if you're already a listener and you're not in that VIP, make sure you guys get in the VIP. Please do. Um, of course, you can also find us at theblackouttips.com. Uh, the about section is our contact information. Mm-hmm. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Potomatic. All these places you can get the show. Um, We appreciate the people that come there. Don't forget you can participate by voting in the polls, leaving comments on the website, emailing us, calling the show, leaving voicemails. Uh, We're we're getting to the point where pretty much we have to screen them to make sure we're not in here for three hours on a Saturday. But, um, you know, we'll try to get to the important messages, important voicemails, things of that nature. Um, And if it doesn't make it, guys, don't take it personal. We just really don't have the time to do Three hours of uh, feedback every Saturday, guys. Because sushi awaits. Yes, yeah, sushi does await. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, what else was I going to say? Follow us on Twitter. I'm Rodermans Prime. I'm saying That Again. That is N-D-A-T. The show Twitter is TBGWT. This show was brought to you by Shadow Doll Productions. Uh, and their Ratchetist, <laughs> Ratchetist, audio play, Road <laughs> Trip, starring friends of the show, John Fouts and Nathaniel J. Brown. Uh, make sure you guys are checking that out uh also um don't forget you guys can check out uh adam and eve adamandeve.com put in the code tbgwt get 50 percent off of one item you also get free shipping you also get free adult dvds three of them and you also get a free sensual gift that i can't even tell you about um you definitely need to do this treat yourself halloween's almost here get yourself a nice outfit yes and uh have a little trick-or-treat when he gets home um all right, so I think that's everything. So until next time, I love you. I love you,
4: too. Mwah. 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 Oh, sorry. Well, let's do it again. I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. <laughs>
6: brother, brother, Lucy and you're like no other. Listen very close cause I don't like the boast. Instead I tell the tale of the French who prevailed Over the Mr. Crazy Rabbits who are always on his tail. Rent ain't on sale, your roomie starts to wail. Get caught with stolen goods and you will go to jail. If you go to jail then who will pay the bail? They'll put you back to France on a ship with a sail. Escargot, Lucy and you eat snails. Your tip snails. From the Zulu Nation from a town called Paris yeah. Came to America to find liberty. Uh-huh. Instead of finding pleasure, all your family's misery. But mm-hmm. well, listen, Lucy, and you have a friend in me. Whoa. Oh, luck, luck will drive your butt patty. Yeah. Next time you bit some wheels, make it a caddy. In terms of doing good, I know you wish you really good. But listen, brother man, I really think you can. Mm-hmm. Succeed with the breed of the brothers who your back is the creme de la creme. And you can vouch for that, it'll take a minute, vice. So take my advice. Trust in us, thus you trust in your life. Lucy and Lucy and Lucy and Lucy and you
0: you're
6: you ready, Lou? This one is for you. Coming from a true blue, fits like a shoe. Come on, start to stare or come on tell it, We'll see in. I'll leave it up to you. Voulez-vous Vous. rendez-vous Vous. that last, gonna backlash fast can you get a grip All the crackhead dip So drew a paper bag, guess he saw you coming, y'all from a neck boom bumming, ten dollars brother he was humming and strumming, only had twenty he was living like a slumming, gave him the money, well I thought that was something looking like a kid who was lost in crumming don't worry about a thing, I won't get specific this is a song that is long and prolific, think of the stuff that I said if you can, figure it out compute, understand, no problemo I'll help you with your demo, if you go The store for me, Lucian. I'm just kidding, you should know. Get a grip on the missions you be taking. Not so much the mission, but you got crazy ignition. Shorter sugar be.